Greetings, Grapple fans. Now, normally, you'd be listening to Benno doing the intro to Grapple Spotlight, the official podcast of Grapple. However, there's not a regular show this week. Partly there was bugger all else on. That progress news doesn't really count, because try dragging that fucker out for three hours. So, what we're doing is we're putting a Patreon show that we have up on there, and this month is Montreal Month. Um, the 25th anniversary of Montreal, which I'm not sure if some of you are aware of the existence of it. It's quite a noble thing. But anyway, uh, this is the review of Survivor Series 97, Gang Rules, um, which, honestly, it's a fucking long, arduous road until you get to the uh, main event, pretty much for the most part. Uh, On this show, Benno, Matty and Gareth review that, um, talk all the ins and outs of it, And if you want to hear more of that, go over to patreon.com forward slash grapple and have a listen to the other shows we're going to have about it this month, uh, including Review of Wrestling with Shadows, Bret Hart and WCW, and an Observe This with Dave Meltzer, which is basically like being inside the mind of Bret Hart on that particular week. So a lot of information to try and take in. Um, Benno's off in the States, but next time uh, we'll be back, it'll be a full review of Full Gear and all that stuff. So... Yeah, if you haven't already, go to patreon.com forward slash grapple. Otherwise, enjoy. Bye. Find out. One of them's got to put up or shut up. They both got to put up. One of them will be shut up. Well, folks, this is very, very personal. This match is going to be stiff, no doubt about it. The competition cannot be keener. This, I'm sure, will get you ready. A lot of people don't agree with my lifestyle, but it is mine. It's a phony little sh. Just because I come out here and choose to live my life openly and freely does not make you a better man. I don't respect you. You don't understand what it means to have dignity, to have poise bring prestige to the World Wrestling Federation. I do this because I like it. You do it because in your mind, Mark Man, you really think all of this is yours. Flashback here on Grapple Patreon. I'm Benham. I'm Gareth. And I'm Matty. 
just the three of us, lads. It's uh, it's Montreal month. It's officially. Is this the official start? Officially started. Robert Brocky kind of eased us in. He's from Montreal, so that counts for the. What a tie-in uh, tie that was. Works <laughs> <laughs> out well. Here we are, Montreal official, mate. How, how are you feeling about the uh, the twenty five uh, year anniversary? You'd be the one pushing for this uh, for this month. I mean, it, 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 it's just big, isn't it, Ben? Boys, it's just big. It's big stuff. Like, I know people are sick to death of it. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> you know, I've been guilty of that over the years, but it's it's a different take, boys, and it is it is massive. So, you know, we've, we've got to uh, cover it in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'm riding there. I'm off work, Ben, all week. I've, I've got, like, stuff to read. I've got <laughs> shoot interviews to watch, listen to the lot, mate, this week. <laughs> Well, JP's the smart one. He's done a done a run up for uh, for this one. It's so it's basically going to. Be, I reckon it's going to be used to trying to convince me that Montreal is a work. Is that where they're where the podcast going? <laughs> that's, that's not where I'm we're in. The, we, we're, the two, we're the two. We're the two who everything's a work, though, Gareth. Aren't we? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> this all this this all punk deal and everything's a work. I'm still waiting for it to. Uh, still waiting for the big payoff at the end, like. But... <laughs> the, what would that payoff be? Is my biggest question. <laughs> Big, big crowd reaction. Big ticket sales. <laughs> <laughs> Tease that final yeah, ROH yeah. champion who's coming to take on Jericho. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It could work out. It could work out. Yeah, this is this no, one's going to be like it's not a work and neither's this. <laughs> oh, okay, there you go. We settled it from the start. I think it's all sorts. We know what it is. No, we got it. Um, it's got. It's just. Uh, I think. This is the natural conclusion, I think, of like this year of podcasting as well. Because how many 1997 things have we done as well? You know, even just looking yeah. at like the Hearts versus Austin and stuff like that. Like you just uh, got off we'll see matches, didn't you, Matty? Doing uh, Hell in a Cell 97. So you're yeah. uh, you're well prepped as well. We, we've done a lot of like jumps into like this time frame, haven't we? And then avoided doing the big one of 1997, which, you know, is this is the, this is the natural conclusion. This is it, Ben, and it's your favourite year in wrestling, isn't it? 1997, which always you always tell us about. Always, always, mate. As you say, there's a reason for that, isn't there? So much mm. memorable stuff, great stuff. So, yeah, it's uh, it's perfect, as you say. Life was good. So we all remember where we were at the time. What was the... Uh, you go first, Gareth. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where were you guys? Is this, is this one of Garrett's uh, uni days uh, stories? Is that what's coming? Or yeah, this, is where, this, is, this is where I tell you where I was, and then you turn around and go like, oh, well, I was in primary school. <laughs> Just to really fucking piss on the chips. But, uh, no, I was uh, second year at university, uh, 19, 19-year-old, 19 living in Egbeth. Um, glory days. Glory days, this one. Kinsey's, yeah, kind of it. It. Kinsey's. Kinsey's Bakers at the top of Lancaster Road there, Miro's. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. Great, uh, great times. But this was just, this was boss because it was like second year, first year at uni, we didn't have Sky or cable or anything in our, in our halls. Second year, we were in a house, mm. so we had cable so we could watch everything. And I was like on a mission to try and get all my housemates into uh, into wrestling. But, uh, Failed on that one, unfortunately. But um, but yeah, they, they, they definitely didn't have my uh, excitement and intrigue at the end of uh, Survivor Series uh, 1997 as I couldn't go to fucking sleep that night, just like lying there in my bed, like, what the fuck's happened? What's gone on? <laughs> so this is the thing. Like, I, I, I mean, we're jumping my head, but I think we're going to end up having to. But like, I, I, got, I didn't know about it until the next day. Like, I can remember, I can remember where I was. I remember watching the pay per view. I remember like chatting to me mates even in the street the day after because I would have been about 13 at this point talking about it. 
And it was the day after, like like we've said before, mailbox Gareth. Uh, I don't know if you were on it at this point on a uh, on Paramount text. Like there, they had like a whole set because like no, because the edit, the letters page as we said before was supposed to be about the Paramount Comedy Channel. So people were supposed to be writing like or ring. You'd ring in and leave a voicemail. So it should have been like, oh, that episode of the Cheers was boss, or you know, looking forward to the next episode of the Taxi. But slowly, all these wrestling fans took over. You know, there was a poster called Kurt Angle. There was a Super Delphin out there. Don't know who he was. There was a, there was a stinger from Liverpool. It, 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 it didn't like it, it didn't like Frazier, that Super Delphin lad. Always writing in moaning about it. That's what you were doing in uni years, really. But like, yeah, I, but I, I just distinctly remember them setting up. Like the editor must have got bombarded with like people wanting to talk about Montreal. So we set up an entire separate Teletext page that was like, it just told the story of Montreal. So one must have literally typed up what either Finn Martin said on a hotline or Meltzer said on his hotline. Like it would have been too soon for the Observer to uh, to have come out or anything. But like, I just think we remember that day more than I remember the, sh- like, the show itself or, or like kind of that day. I don't know about, uh, don't know about you, Matt. Yeah, well, boys, I'm uh, obviously the baby of the group. I was 11 at the time, and I was in... Ye- the first... on text as well? <laughs> no, no chance. Didn't know what it was, but I, I was the uh, year seven guy, so the first year of senior school, and I, I had to wait, what, five days for this? Because I lived with my mum, and we didn't have cable mm. or sky, so my dad would take me all the pay-per-views. So I had to wait till the weekend after, the Friday, where I'd go and stay in my dad's every weekend, and I watched it then for the first time. And, you know, at the time, I was like, even them thinking, I wasn't obviously clued up when I was 11. It's like, what's happened there? <laughs> what, what's happened at the end there? Shawn Michaels was one of, you know, the sharpshooter. What's going on? It just looked a bit iffy then. And it was like, as an 11-year-old, it was just mm. weird. <laughs> Very weird. You know, so what, you, you were younger. Well, you were younger than my Alex is now. That's <laughs> <laughs> time to in a nutshell that <laughs> <laughs> how old is Alex now? he's 12 now like so uh, second year pretty so. good yeah shot at 11 year. though 11 years of age boy <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> I was that it, but completely off topic. How's the prime hunt going, Gareth? Has he done any got any more bottles in? Or... <laughs> We've got plenty of empty bottles of prime lying around our house now. It's the it's the, it's the fucking black market trade in Liverpool. At the minute, the old, uh, Have of we prime mentioned this on? Oh, it wasn't on air, was it? When we were talking about this, he's been getting up at six and riding his bike to the last It's like one of these where you just suddenly get like a there's a there's a rumor there's a rumor that like you know spa in well blundles got them sort of thing so like today after like i took him the footy match like it was like right can we go via spa so you do and we're fucking there hunting around spa looking for this prime and then he's like someone so-and-so says the bargain booze at the top of the road's got them so we're in the bargain booze no prime oh you'll get all them whispers about you them false yeah, whispers like oh, yeah Ultimate Warrior's dead. This is a fake Ultimate Warrior and the selling prime next door <laughs> in the shop. <laughs> I was going to say, did we have anything like this? Younger? I can't remember any, like, drink-wise when we were like this. I, I there was something. There's always, like, there was always a trend, Push wasn't there? Like, like, yeah, yeah, or, like, everyone got it. Remember when everyone got into Pogs? You'd be around my age. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That. And I saw them the other day. Tazos mm. and Pogs, weren't they? Were Tazos the ones yeah. you stuck together and built like a fucking, I don't know what you built with them. Pogs were the ones where like you could have like Simpsons. Like, slammers. You and you slammers, slammers and it slammed that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And it'd be, yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be a competition to get the best looking slammer, like get one with like yeah. spikes on the side of it that could be used as a deadly weapon. Like, yeah. <laughs> Gareth's looking at us like, what? I'm thinking, I don't want to, I don't want to say if, if I was into slammers and pugs, people would have thought I was a nonce. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I thought of, Gareth, when you mentioned this craze? I had Tamagotchis in my head. Do you remember them? Oh, the pets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had stuff like that where it's like, oh, you've got to go and get this dog. Or it mainly dogs were in it. I had a cat, a Tamagotchi. Wasn't mm. it? I'm pretty sure. Everyone was. was into Tamagotchis for a while. Yeah. It was a big thing, wasn't it? it was fucking huge, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's always no, there's, no, sort of, it, there's always that thing that takes over the corner shop. So like for yes. a while it was pogs, then it was Tamagotchis. I remember it being doing the Yo-yos come music. back. No, yeah, yo-yos come yeah. back big time, late nineties, early two thousands. They were fucking massive. The light up ones. Get on to it, the yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, well, me and my mate were talking about this the other day. You, you might remember them or not, but like, it used to be like the Coca Cola yo yo So you'd have like a Coca Cola one and a Sprite one and a Fanta one, and you got them like free. You sent off with the with the cans nah. for your time. Never oh, mind. Oh. Remember this? JP, JP would have been in there with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, 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 leave the, I'll leave these anecdotes for when JP's back. But fucking hell, the old. Uh, the old like Fanta yo-yos and Sprite yo-yos and that that was fucking class. Like you send send off like your bottle tops did, and that. Did you ever send off for like because like on this pay-per-view, there's a thing, isn't there, where like it's like send your cable bill, first three thousand people get like a WWF necklace. I remember yeah. having at length conversations with my mates, like, do you reckon I could send the sky bill? And I remember one of my mates going, Yeah, you could. These definitely <laughs> Not so stamped, wouldn't be worse than piece of shit be sent back and also be like, fuck off. That's not yeah. a cable bill. It's not getting like, there, is it? Let's be honest. No. Send them your fucking Tally West bill. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can't remember ever doing that for anything. Like, or, like maybe maybe something that came with cereal, maybe eventually. Like, oh, no. I'll tell you what we did do, boys. Then I'll just say there was way ahead of the game for this. Me God rest them, me all fucking nan lah. Do you know what she used to send off for? Do you remember the all, um, oh, like Tetley T little models? You got the Tetley T vans and the Yorkshire T vans. Oh, okay. She'd always shave the little uh, labels out the paper or out the fucking box and send off. She had loads banging around. I think my sister still got one actually somewhere. I'll have to dig that out, sell that. <laughs> The amount of fucking tea she probably bought to get to that yeah, point. I it's know, like that yeah. one with the cereal. Like you're making your mum and dad buy you like three pounds cereal every week for a year so you get a yo-yo. You know what I mean? yeah. like... Doesn't add up. It. I, lo- I love that though. I'll have to dig that out to sell. To sell. That's a keeper's like a, an heirloom or something. Just fucking sell it. A lovely, fa- a lovely little family memory there. No, get it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a Wednesday before, haven't you, Matt? That's what it is. It's more fun. Me nana, me nana, give a blessing for that. So we're all, we're all right there. <laughs> It's a bad. Oh uh, no, like that. Well, that's the thing. Like I, for, like this period of the time, yeah. It's kind of like I was still a kid, but was starting to like not read the dirt sheets. But like, say, I'd be on Paramount text and I'd be fine. That you know, I think I'd just started buying like Power Slam in nineteen ninety seven. So like, what what was like? When did you find out about it all, Matty? Like, that it wasn't just a regular shop? Ben, you know what? It would have been like, because, uh, you, know, you know, Vince was on, when was he on? Two weeks later on Raw, trying to explain, and mm. you're like, you know, obviously not as clued up and as a smart fan as we are now, or even even like five or six years later at the time. But it's like, mm. you know something's going, you don't want Vince, you're just watching the telly, aren't you, thinking, well, there's Vince, I don't know nothing, you would have known more. 
at the time than mm. me for sure. But I thought I actually can't remember Ben to be honest with you. <laughs> mm. you I think mean, you you just you just believe the, the, the explains yeah. your origin story now. You just take it what the game here on Facebook yeah. and tell you. Yeah. yeah, Vince is actually the good guy. But Brett did screw Brett did. Yeah. What a <laughs> oh we'll go into okay, this at the end. Much. We'll go into this at the end because I'm giving you before on it one way or another. You're like a good test study for it, like what it's like, like growing up with like English history books for years and not knowing yeah. what he did to the Irish. You know what I mean? It's like it's like that. You grow up just with the WWE history, and that's yeah. the truth, and that's all yeah. it is. Like, <laughs> what was what was your like? Would be Gareth? It was so it was up to you as older than me. Was I? I was the Mister must have been stupid because like when when we get into the review later, how I watched that and didn't immediately go, okay, something fishy happened there. Blows my mind. I just thought Shawn Michaels won and the pay per view ended. I assume your experience was very different. No, I was like the way it ended and like just the like the things like I'm pretty certain at the time I didn't get onto Brett like spitting on Vince and stuff like that. But it was just like the hooded yeah. nature of it. I was like, what happened there? Yeah. What happened there? And then you could see that Brett was pissed off, and then you could see them like hurrying like Sean out and things and like Sean's playing up this like mad to you know mad to McMahon mm-hmm. and stuff like that and like but it was it, it all happens in like I mean obviously we'll get into it when we get to the end of the show but all that at the end it, it happens in like 40 seconds or something doesn't yeah, it it's less like, than a minute out of a time before it's less than a minute it's, it is. we've it's, talked it's, about the fucking thing for 25 years since <laughs> <laughs> 45 seconds. <laughs> it's, so, it's so like bang, and it just all this shit happens, and it's dead, dead busy and all that. And I, I just remember just being like, "What? What the fuck just happened there?" Like, because because I don't, mm-hmm. I, I I didn't know that Brett was gone. Like, so even though I was like reading websites and stuff like that, like I don't know when that came out. I don't know if it came out the day before. It was just like I remember. I can remember watching the show for the first time live and seeing signs about like Brett WCW, and I was like, "What? It's like Brett going?" Like, I, like I, I remember being surprised when I was like, see, like seeing them signs in the crowd. So that I remember during the match that was making me think, "What? Like, what? What's going on? What's going to happen here?" Then kind of thing. Like, because if Brett's Brett's going, because they all seem to think he is, and it, the volume of signs made us think that's. Definitive. That isn't just some like random sign here or there based on a rumor or something. It just felt. And then when that mm. at the end, I was just like, "What the fuck's gone on here?" Like, you know, it was really like, <laughs> "What have I missed?" Kind of thing. So I, I don't know if it all just came out like a day before or two. I was I was looking forward to. Um, <laughs> I don't want to give you too much to edit out, but they observed this for that week before and just thinking like, was it even something that one week previous it was it was mm. there in the observer and stuff because like I, I just don't remember. <laughs> remember it going into it knowing that it was a fact that Brett's off like definitely not well me and JB should be doing like an observe this where we'll look at like the, the week before I think we're going to have to look at the you know the because it's Meltzer's most famous issue you know where he gets gets all the detail of it in there as well but the li- little bit I've seen so far like spoilers like yeah it was pretty much it was all over the you know the main observer story was Brett's leaving the WWF there's an issue with the title belt when's he going to debut in WCW Bischoff is saying all the shit he's saying about how he's gonna, you know, t- the, the the make it out like he's gonna turn up on Nitro as like WWF champion. Like it blew my mind to realize that that like it was just all out there. And that's like you say, 
one look at the crowd tells you that that like you know that the hard at least the hardcore of the hardcore which will usually be, be the people paying enough money to to sit in those seats at the uh, near the front they've all got signs haven't they and they all know what's going on and there's like there's anti-brett signs there about brett's all out and stuff like that like you say why why brett why stuff like that and is there a is there a line from jim ross on the show that says something like there's been a lot of speculation oh yeah you mentioned a few yeah, times yeah, it? uh, yeah, it's the last yeah. match for the wwf tonight and stuff like that which says. is funny is like we talk with AW, but the casual fan, I was the casual fan, so I don't know that went right over my head. What, huh? There's been yeah. speculation. Where, like, where was yeah. in WWF magazine? Like, where, where did this happen? <laughs> all, all, like, all I can think of is I must have fucked, I must have sacked off uni all that week, like, because I didn't have the internet at home, so I could, I only went on the internet in the library and like at uni, so that was where I just the only reason I went to the library was to read Western websites, basically. So, like. Mm. I must have just sacked the week off at uni because, you know, you just did that sometimes. Just say, oh, I can't be bothered this but Gareth, just... sorry to put in, this is why we're talking about this now because you sacked, you. I know, like, as you say, there's some things you sack uni off, but would would anything like this today make you fucking, make anyone sack anything off? It wouldn't, would it? This was a big fucking deal, boys. That's why we're doing this. Sorry to do something. I love <laughs> I know, it. The, the thing made me want to ring into work the next day. Like, yeah, okay, that's close because like... you, your ties were pumped, but this is a big moment, guys. Fuck. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what? What was? So, what's the like? So, Garrett, like, yeah, where you did you read it? Like, I did on mailbox. Did you ring a hotline? Did you? What did you do? Oh no, it was top of the road. I was. I literally and 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 I think I can't remember if it was an American hotline or it was a or it was a power slam one. But I knew I can remember knowing there was a time that if I, I th- it was maybe you know what it was maybe PWI and 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 I know that I knew that there was a time that it would have been updated mm-hmm. that I could then go and phone and I knew it was going to be quicker to go and phone that phone line and get on the bus and go in a uni and like go so I just remember mm-hmm. getting up the next morning and just being in that phone box like at you know one minute before this update was was coming out kind of, and written like Bosh. ringing to mm-hmm. just try and like get the get the update I could I can just I can vividly remember being stood in that phone box on Egg Before just like what just wait, just meet me to find you're down out. Here, Gareth, we'll go and see if that phone box is still there. Get a fucking picture go, go, together. Go and get a photo. Twenty five years later. It's 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 a shame that Kinsey's bakery's not there because it could have could have just got a uh, could could have just got a pasty and just stood yeah. out the phone box like I was probably doing on that, on that morning. Like for oh, oh fucking history history that for like for me prop, I can I, I I didn't walk up the road either. I liked it. I remember. The legging it up the road, like <laughs> amazing. I'm dying to know what number you rang, what it was, whether it was Power Slam, whether it was. I assume it wasn't Meltzer. Uh, oh, it no, it was... would have been somebody just copying Meltzer, wouldn't it? It would be somebody who's like ringing up the the Meltzer one in America and then just reselling, you know, that same information. I think it was. I think it was Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I think, but like, right. I, can't, I can't can't guarantee it. I think I, I only used mm. to. F- I think I only used to phone PWI and, and Power Slam, and it was obviously cheaper to do Power Slam. So, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, money didn't say, money yeah. didn't matter with this new story. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, I remember like having read like the story on like the the brief version on Mailbox, and I probably would have just waited for Power Slam there to get more detail later on but like i remember trying to explain it to like my mates who were like i'd say casual fans but you know they've been watching wrestling as long as i had they just 
you know, they were they were the fans who grew up with me watching it, but hadn't take that extra step to want to know all the bullshit and yeah. you know, oh, what's going on in WCW or what's like the you know, what's this ECW thing or what's this Power Slam magazine and trying to explain, no, this is real, this really happened. Like I, I, I distinctly remember speaking to grandparents, me nan and granddad coming to pick me up from school. And me trying to explain to me nan about the Montreal screwdriver. And <laughs> being like, one, so <laughs> being like, so it's all for you know, your nan would be like, Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, oh yeah. wow, that's really <laughs> so I was like, No, what happened, Nan? Is like it, it's all not real, obviously, but this was real. He was supposed yeah. to win. And then I remember going, Oh, and she was going, Oh, that's that's disgusting, Richard. I can't believe you did that. <laughs> he seems like such a nice man. I bet you she was just like, Oh, that's yeah, fuck this one's on not ass, but like, I love that. <laughs> well, yes. I think I'm telling her something really interesting. She's, I'm like one grandchild of 15, just telling another endless story. Like she's not doesn't care at all. But I do just that just brought that back to me. I do distinctly remember doing that and Love it. desperately wanting someone to tell, just to be able to tell that. Still, like oh, I can't remember our Peter being that arse. Like and just being like, yeah, it's just like this massive thing. Like you say, it was it was it was huge. It wasn't just you know that it was the biggest moment we can all it's like it's, it's, i was gonna say that it was like on 9 11 it's not that dramatic but it's not like in, as wrestling fans <laughs> it's an important point in history isn't it it's moon landing i don't know something less horrible it's yeah Nick, it's, not, uh, no no you're not mentioning your big buzz are you better <laughs> <laughs> that well, little star you'll hear this not, on the not relevant in life <laughs> You hear this Gareth on the bastards one. All I said was it made no that doesn't qualify him to be like a wrestling to be on a wrestling cross like that though, Beno. You you acted like he was just like he landed on the moon. He landed on the moon once, (laughs) Gareth, as if he'd done nothing loads of people have done. No, he did it twice, like everything. (laughs) Then he could be the guest host of Raw, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's all one of it's it is it's it's a massive like it's a it's it is like it's like it felt like already at that point like when we talk about this pay per view, like the you know the attitude era insignia like the little, like that video where it's like you know Austin talking about his real life injuries and you got you know Ron what was what was Ross Ron Simmons on something about Florida State and they're all given like the real like I, I, he retired like, his number in the. He retired his That's number it. Florida time State. I know, yeah. Florida State. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I still got up, all of that stuff. Like, we're at that point, aren't we? Vince is doing the promo about how, you know, it's 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 all passe, all the old stuff, and, like, this is attitude. Like, it's already happening, that move from very kayfabe-heavy 90s wrestling to breaking the fourth wall type of stuff. And this is, like, it's almost perfectly timed, isn't it? I just wanted to hit that, by the way. Can I just say, I know it's it's later on in the show, so I don't know if chronologically we get there, but just in case we don't, they're all doing their. I was an All American. I played for the Dallas Cowboys. Undertaker's primary <laughs> athlete thing is I'm six foot ten, three hundred and twenty eight pounds. That's his line. That's, that's that's his athletic credentials. I'm tall and I'm heavy. And young Matty's at home, not long going. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. <laughs> The original bronze drummer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what I was getting, I was like, yeah, it's kind of like it is like I think that wall is being pulled down, isn't it? You know, ECW, yeah. everything <clears> like that. This is just like it's like just a big explosion of it all, isn't it? Like I, I do think there's like there's before Montreal and after Montreal, like as far as like wrestling history goes and the way we all process wrestling. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, but I'm especially as you say, I know I mentioned the Vince thing before. Like that mm. for me is still a big, you know, that's a big like moment for me watch, watching that. And 
it's just mm-hmm. it's just amazing. I just love. I know everyone is sick to death, but I just still love the intrigue around this, and it'll never go away from me. You know, boys, it, it just really won't. I just it fascinates me. It still does. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think the big one for me there, where you say about like the moon landing or whatever. I think part of the strength, part of the thing with this is, is it was the or whatever. First, See, Gareth said that, not me. This time, <laughs> <laughs> it's just deflected casually, like he's gone to Asda or something. You know, it's like he's gone the fucking moon. He's gone the fucking moon, boys. He hasn't even gone abroad or nowhere. He's gone the fucking moon. Fucking hell. <laughs> But it's like it's it's the first one of the internet age, really, isn't it? Or or, or the 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 information mm-hmm. thing, because obviously you've had Meltzer with his his dirt sheets and things for years that a small percentage of people have had access to. But then wrestling audiences in 1997, like on you know the TV audiences are fucking enormous, and then so then the the number of people who are then interested when they get a sniff of someone like this backstage and things like that, you know like left there having to rely on your TV to find out what I, what happened with it or you're not in that small pocket of people. Literally anybody could have been on there like in the fucking library or in their house or anything the next day just like Googling what happened with Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart and things. And it's like it's the first thing where you, so infam- you, you, know, you had that access to like information leaking out and things like that. And I think that probably like is a big reason why it's so big because it was so like intriguing and people wanted the detail of it. And then you literally could try and find out whether it was a phone line, whether it was teletext, whether it was, <laughs> whether it was, um, whether it was online and things like that. That information was out there and it was all that backstage stuff that almost like just interweaves us, wasn't it? With, with the attitude era, so much of it just been like, backstage bleeding you know blurring those lines between like what's wrestling and what's like what's real and mm. what's what's you know kayfabe and things like that like so it was a i think that's one of the reasons as well that it was probably like the first big big thing to sort of like fall fall into that area as well but that's why sorry again that- ben out to jump in mm-hmm. there that's where i keep yeah, referring but- back to the tv it's like i'm younger than you see i'm not no joke to say it i literally it comes years later for me where I wasn't even getting power slam or not until like the year 2000. I was getting results printed mm-hmm. off for me by Gary Benno in the year 2000. That's when I was like, whoa, printed out spoiler results. Like I was a couple of years down the line. So I was literally going off the telly, seeing Vince talk and then seeing Bret Hart turn up on WCW and trying to piece the puzzle together for myself in a way. It was weird, obviously, because I was younger I- and stuff. It's interesting because, like I say, for me, I see it as such a big thing because I do feel, and maybe it was gradual, maybe it was from like 97 to 2000, where, or 2001, the invasion as well, like where, like, speaking of like, like a big temple, like history of making stuff, like that is where my fandom changes. Like, I, I honestly think up until this point, I'm still watching wrestling because I want Shawn Michaels to win his wrestling matches. You know what I mean? I'm watching yeah, them yeah. cheering. Whereas it feels like post this point, I'm the fan I am now. And obviously, gradually, I've become more emboldened and bit, more bitter and more whatever. But like, I think that way you watch, re- the way I watch wrestling pre and post Montreal is different. It's it like, a, I think we all do that now. I think if you're a hard enough core enough fan, you're not so much watching wrestling for, you know, who's going to win the match or to follow along the story. You're watching it with like an analytical brain. You're watching it almost ironically. You're watching it separate. You're analyzing the performance. You're kind of analyzing the decision making. You're thinking of all of that stuff. You're the news stories rather than actually what they're doing. There's elements of what they're doing that we can watch. Oh, that was some really good work there. 
But it's like, yeah, for me, it's like that is the switch kind of flips in this era. I think, yeah, Montreal's a, a massive part of that. That's a great point, Beno. That's fucking brilliant, mm-hmm. that, the way you've just said that. It's uh, Unless Roman Reigns is fighting for me, then I, I beat them, you say. <laughs> yeah, the I still want, yeah, I still want Roman <laughs> to win, like. <laughs> <laughs> but that might be an age thing, because I think, yeah, it happens for you later. And I'm sure Gareth at this point was already like, you know, uh, Brett and Sean are to work, but these fucking jobbers on the other, these fucking goblins don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? don't know <laughs> he's in nightclubs, Beno. He's in nightclubs <laughs> doing dances about it while we're still fucking doing our time tables. <laughs> <laughs> we've had over the cup of tea I always think of you that like whenever you mention your college years I just think you're like getting those brews on and you know getting the uh, <laughs> go to the local shop for a little bit of milk because it's the, uh, the cheap option so I like glory days I wish I'd lived there <laughs> oh, but there with, you say with that though it was I was the, I was pure guided though by like power slam and stuff you know things they'd be mm-hmm. saying like you know so and so is a you know so and so is a good worker. So and so is a fucking you know shit yeah. ass guy. And I'd be like, yeah, he's crapping, you know, like you know. <laughs> We're all in Martin how he influences that on all of us. Like, oh, mate. You, you take his opinions on, don't you? Like, oh, so and so. That was the big one for me. Like when you're like an early smart, it was like, oh, well, I remember at the time people, Billy Gunn's be- one of the best wrestlers in the WWE because he does more moves. Like doing more moves was like that's why Rob Van Dam was the best at ECW. He knew more moves than anyone else, so that makes him a good yeah. wrestler. You know? <laughs> Uh, we're all indoctrinated in different ways <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i was gonna say speaking of uh billy gunn i suppose we should uh we should get into the uh the show itself and uh I remember there's gonna be a lot of these uh talking points as we go through not a show that's uh i don't know if you hear people talking montreal a lot matty not not a lot of people talking the uh the show itself I was going to say that, and then I watched it. I was like, "Okay, I get why now." Um, <laughs> now this is what now this is what me and Gareth were talking about just before we uh, started mm. recording. And it's like, you know, the, we look at pay per views now. Uh, what you say in time into what you say, and it's like there's no work rate or nothing on this. Is the there's just not a like we're just not watching it for that at all. Or maybe we are looking back now and like there's none there. It's just a completely different way and a different time of what what we're looking mm. for. It's just. You know, but I, I had a blast yeah. watching it though, still, Ben. I, I fucking loved it. You know, just even the, the style, just everything about it. I thought it was fucking boss. <laughs> Bri- Bri- Brian Lee isn't doing stuff thinking, oh, I hope like some smart in 10 years. Exactly. He's not trying he to gets, get likes on Twitter or doing... that, is he? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he gets why I'm working the army because this is going to make sense. Like, he's just like, okay, what's what can we do next to get yeah. through these fucking 15 minutes? <laughs> 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 That's all it is. I can get to the bar and fucking yeah, have, a few, have a few drinks and get like, me. Wait now, boys. Everyone, everyone would throw a hissy fit for being the first to get eliminated in a Survivor Series. These are all putting their hands up to get eliminated first because they want to get backstage <laughs> and get out. That's times of change, lah. Ron Simmons is my favourite. Like, takes out yeah. the Johnson's finish, just stands up and walks up. It's <laughs> like, fucking hell. I know you didn't like him in real life, but Jesus. <laughs> first at the bar he was, him and Bradshaw. Um, but yeah, get getting into the show. Obviously, I've had an interest in that. Uh, I don't know, never put it together. You know, this being a, obviously it's called Montreal, but it being in Montreal and being like so soon after Canadian Stampede, you knew they were on the fucking ass. Like two two Canadian pay per views in the space of uh, a couple of months because they could rely on the fact that twenty thousand fucking people were going to turn up. Uh, there's still a few empty seats knocking around, but like Jesus Christ, like this is. Yeah, that, that's where they were in 97, or at least when they booked these buildings. It was, you know, that's why they were in the UK for one night only. Like, US business was down, but they could, 
it was not all reliable, wasn't it? Kind of and stuff. I wonder if that was like I love to hear like a corner maybe talk about it. Like maybe the you know the whole I never put it together with the whole USA versus Canada thing probably literally existed because they knew they had like so many pay-per-views lined up for uh, for Canada this year. Well, what we sorry to jump in there, Ben again. Sorry if I keep saying that, but just on the oh, must see ma- on the must see matches, we were discussing that that the first hell in the cell was in St. Louis, but then that's mm. who 21,000 that the month before oh, really? Montreal, exactly. So we were talking like did the actual gimmick work of the, the cell selling out or selling to people, selling point to people, or what it was, but I mean, mm. that's where like business must be the swing, it must be that Canadian and US feud, as you're saying, but. There was mm. 21,000 in that arena for that bad blood mm. pay-per-view. So I couldn't believe that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, well. well a, why couldn't you afford to pay for the breath then? You know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, it's just the whole thing. Because <laughs> it is. It's wild, you know, because, like, they're so poor they can't pay breath. Like, you know, the, the, the way, like, you know, dodgy attention is this year as well. Yeah, of course, like, yeah. Three months away from Tyson coming in and six months away from like their biggest <laughs> period ever. Like, was it really that bad that he couldn't pay? Give, give Mark Henry a fucking 10 year contract, didn't he, the year before? Yeah, like, yeah. you get rid yeah. of Mark Henry's, don't you, before you get rid of Brett, surely? The hindsight, eh? Oh, but yeah, to, to talk about, we open up with like, yeah, clips of the uh, the Sean and Brett feud. They, uh, they have a little look at the uh, WrestleMania 12 Ironman match and the uh, the stuff coming out of that. Always, uh, always a fun <laughs> trip. I'm glad we're not reviewing that. Uh, oh, if, if, you, if you draw that, oh, they've already done that on must see matches, haven't they? I say, Matty, don't draw that short straw. Don't find yourself uh, sat there reviewing. Yeah, don't that. think the lads liked it either. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone rate that match? I'd love to know if anyone actually rates that. Do you got it? Surely not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pat Patterson. Yeah, I've only watched it. I reckon I've only watched it once, and that's really? it. that was enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact it's nil nil as well, though, boys. It's like fucking hell. <laughs> Overthought that one, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Rock Triple H a couple of years later, well better. Um, yeah, but yeah, we go from uh, fucking hell. Come on, that's what it should be. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we go from there to yeah, Lawler and, uh, and Jim Ross on, on commentary, to, talking up the uh, the big match, and then yeah, that takes us uh, to our opener, which <laughs> maybe immediately regret watching this pay per view. The uh, we we often talk, don't we, of wanting uh, the old Survivor Series format back. It's like a it's an old uh, IWC talking point, Matt. But uh, <laughs> I don't know, careful what we wish for might be the uh, might be the uh, the talking point of uh, of tonight as the uh, the opening. Survivor Series match here. I'll let you go first, Matty. Kicks us off with a, a tag teams uh, Survivor Series match. We get the Headbangers and the new Black Jags against the newly christened Road Dog and Billy Gunn and the Godwins, fresh off their uh, big heel turn. No no longer the Country Boys, now the uh, Southern Justice. I think we're not quite at that point, even though Billy uh, or Road Dog refers to them as that. Depth, mate. This uh, this WWE uh, tag, uh, this tag division oh, in yeah. 1997. I mean, <laughs> it's not good, Benno, is it? Let's be honest with you. But just before we get into the actual match, I've got my usual age game. If we can have a little, uh, I've got <laughs> pick. I picked three ages in this math in this match, mm. and um, I'll start with uh, Bradshaw. How old do you think Bradshaw is in this one, boys? Oh fucking hell. <laughs> 32 or something. He's 30. Oh, I was going to go lower. I was going to say like 28 or something there. Like, <laughs> right, no, he's 30, right. Barry Windham, so been round the block for 15 years, been in every promotion, been back and forth. 37. Oh, well, he's 37. <laughs> 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 
It's an absolute no kidding. He was the, he was the one who popped out to me when it was like year before this he was doing uh, the stalker. Like year after this, he's back in WCW, isn't he? Like and a yeah. couple of years before it, he was like you know everyone's favorite IWC WCW mid carder. Whereas he, like here, it felt like he was fifty and he was at the end of everything. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Time. 37, honestly, boys, it cracked up. But the one for me, yeah, people might. How old do you think Road Dog is here? Oh, I'm gonna say like 32. Gareth, I'm gonna go younger. I'm gonna go like like 28 or something. Like, he's 28, Gareth. He's in his 20s, Road Dog. Yeah. <laughs> but he just looks worn, doesn't he? He does. So, so he, he just looks worn down. That's why he's so hip and current. Yeah. On the, How, on old the was Wind- How old was Wyndham? 37. 37. Fuck. <laughs> Hell, I, I can't... That's the worst. Have, That's but... one of the worst I've ever heard. <laughs> you know when we talk about like one one man gang stuff and things like that. It's, it's how long he's been round, though, Gareth. I've yeah. been round the block. He'd been writ off as the stalker, as Benno said, and he's here in a yeah. what a lower mid card tag team. It's like fucking. Hell. You're, you're on the you're, age them as well. End. Yeah, the yeah, they were the, the muzzy. Yeah. yeah, I think he does oh, yeah, nothing great shape. It's all it's an awful gimmick. It's like who thought like this is like you know, we, we play this time game or you know, Billy Gunn, who we're gonna talk about in a minute, he's still around here 25 years later. They were trying to do a blackjacks gimmick that was from 25 years before <laughs> from the fucking 17 <laughs> Like that's Jim Cornette in it. Jim Cornette or Jim Ross have gone, Oh yeah, what we're we gonna do, we're gonna put this Bradshaw book and a new blackjack, and you're know gonna get we're gonna get blackjack lanzers, fuck we're gonna get blackjack uh, wind, we're gonna get them get them back together, we're gonna get the grant the, the sun in. And it's like, yeah, we'll ring Barry up. We'll get him in this gimmick. It's a fucking terrible idea, isn't it? Like, you thought that was weird. Makes no sense. This is one where it's not Rousseau's idea, at least better, isn't it? Come on, he hated this purely. Oh, <laughs> how was this ever going to get over in 1997? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I remember, um, I remember Bradshaw, like, I remember him in the mags before he went to WWF. And like it was this like hot touted prospect, and he was like on the oh, wow. you know the American Indies and stuff. It was like like mm. John Hall, oh, and, yeah. and like people proper like talked him up. This big like you know Stan Hansen esque and all this kind he of the European uh, loop uh, and he got off and that he did uh, all over uh, Europe and that yeah. That's a, yeah. Seen loads of pictures of him. Thought ah, oh, he looks like a fucking big art bastard. Him like, and he had a like good look. He had dead long blonde hair and that. And then um, I remember at the time then when he got this new blackjacks gimmick, thinking. Well, he's fucked. Then he's dead. He's, fin- yeah. <laughs> he's finished. Like, like just looking at the state of him and Barry Windham, even back then, and then like so to look at it with modern eyes, they just looked twenty thousand times worse than even looked at me with those <laughs> those eyes. And I was like, who, who thought that was a good idea? Like, oh. Bradshaw does a lariat, so we'll make him stand handsome. Like, it's just fucking <sighs> stupid. One, it was just awful, <laughs> awful. Like, <laughs> and that's the thing, like, I, the headbangers, like, teaming with them, like, there's a great bit of, um, like, Cornette audio where, like, he was he was trying to rip in, I think it was last year's Rumble, and he was like, oh, this fucking this Rumble sucks, there's no stars. He's like, hey, get get me the list, get me, Brian, get me the list of people from the 1997 Royal Rumble, and I'll show you what a real star-laden roster's <laughs> like. And he starts reading them out, and he's like, oh, uh, Blackjack Bradshaw, who, who was next, Brian? Headbanger Mosh. And, it's like, and he won't sell that he's clearly made the mistake and the roster was the fucking shits in 1997. But I'll always remember that as summing it up. Headbanger mosh, headbanger thrasher, 
Is there anybody in the world other than Jim Cornette that believes they were ever anything? Like, they were never over. This is the loudest I've ever heard a crowd react to them because it's a hot Canadian crowd. They were fucking shit. Then I'll, I'll take one of your lines, though, to be honest, though. I'm, I'm not saying they were, like, great in it, on, but at least they were current, the gimmicks with the Madeline Manson stuff at the time. It felt fake, didn't it? No, it I, I, no, no I'm not saying, I'm not saying, but it, at least it was kind of fresh. It you, wasn't were like this black you were trying. Yeah, you were having a go. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, they weren't never great. Frasher was injury prone, wasn't he? All the time. He got injured mm. a good few times and then Mosh would end up as fucking beaver cleavage or some shit, wouldn't he? Later on yeah. in the year after two DNS. You don't convince it even to me. I was 13 and I was like, nah, these aren't real moshes. These yeah. are flies <laughs> in the t-shirt to the scale. Frasher always looked too old to me. Like I, I yeah. remember looking at it. Well, Mosh was the better worker though, boys. Yeah, Mosh was actually yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. Frasher always looked like he just looks like he's playing at it there. I was like, that's your yeah. that's your dad dressing up, trying to like, you know, like turn up <laughs> turn Fancy up for a fucking grunge gig or something like, yeah. you know. <laughs> me now. <laughs> yeah, we're all there now. <laughs> but on the uh, on the other side, yeah, the uh, we'll we'll go to Road Dog and Billy next. I think that's the most interesting. The Godwins, like again, the fact there's going to be a lot of this for me because like 1996 and 1997 feel like distinct eras to me. Like 96 is like you know I was massively into the the you know Sean on top. The cartoony tag teams on the undercard were kind of for me as well because it was like 11, 12. I remember liking like, Henry and Phineas. I kind of like the dance. You know, Henry was the the moody kind of the moodier one and Phineas was the oh he's gonna go a bit wild he thinks he's a pig type yeah. of thing like, and this was like during that attempted yeah reclaiming them as a hit there was multiple times where they did this wasn't it like the Southern Justice run later on um you know they started wearing the suits and stuff like that yeah. um yeah this is uh you, you know you know when these are coming out that it's uh it's not going to be a star-laden match I don't know if you've got any memories of them as a team well, I, I like what you said when Hillbilly Jim was knocking about with them, Benno, when they were the uh, pro baby faces. That's when I like the Godwins. But at least, you know, sticking up, maybe I'm going to stick up for a lot on this show, maybe. But it's like at least he turned heel because fucking Hawk broke his fucking neck on the uh, Doomsday device. I think that's a good enough reason <laughs> to come out as, as a fucking fuming bastard, isn't it? But he did, didn't he? Have you ever seen that? He actually, fuck, it's rough, like, they break Henry's neck, don't they? on the Doomsday, and then they come back, and that leads to the feud with the, the Legion of Doom there. But, yeah, it's just... I just need to mention the uh, Road Dogs attire on this, boys. He looked like an eight-year-old had made on, like, a creative wrestler on, like, an old war zone. That's what he looked like. How shit was his top with, like, Road Dog on the back, the lettering, yeah. kind of, the colours. It was just <laughs> fucking awful. <laughs> it's just gone down the print shop around the corner and said, can you just quickly knock us up like put road on the back make sure it's got two G's <laughs> <laughs> did it even have two G's though I don't think it did did it I don't think it did it's probably like a, a slightly felt print kind of thing do you know what I mean like the... these are like they're not quite new age outlaws are they like prototype no. outlaws we're not quite there yet it's like no. it's the uh, the finding what that's gonna be it's, it's yeah. a little bit to be honest I remember finding that quite interesting. I remember. I think it's it was like a shotgun or something where they first started doing it, where they first started teaming, and Road Dog started doing the thing where he cut a promo on the way down to the ring. I, I kind of it was different. It made them stand it was, out. It was Ben. It? Like, uh, you don't know the they're, angles. They're, they're always. They're, sorry, sorry, go on, No, go ahead, Gareth. Me. They're always. They're always the thing that stands out in my head as well as as well of thinking someone was done and they were fucked and like and then them like. 
making someone out of like being absolute shit kind of thing. Like for like for me, it was mm-hmm. that prime example of. I remember these early like couple of weeks or whatever when they were first like paired together and just thinking these fucking jobbers now basically like what the you know the, the, they'll be out of the company in fucking three months or something like that and then them making something of it and then them becoming yeah. the outlaws and then becoming like dx i, I just remember my i was a bit like oh wow you can actually pull it back because they were li- they were the fucking lowest of the low like oh, you know, the lowest prior, prior, prior to this so the fact that the, the if it's one of them that always made me think ah no matter how shit you get You've maybe still got a chance of bouncing back if you get some good material. Mm. If you've got something about you personally, like you've in your own head, you know, like oh, mm. I, I can talk or something like that. Just give us a chance to do it or something like it's 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 a prime example in in my mind because uh, these two meant absolutely nothing, and then where they were mm. by April the following year, like mm. you know, what's that? Five months, six, you know, six months yeah. kind of thing. Like you know, the the fucking well on the way to just being like like big big stars like so it's 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 a belter there but i can't not mm. can't not talk about the old um henry godwin and um and phineas without uh there will always be uh me mark canterbury and shanghai pierce to me yeah team. <laughs> <laughs> WCW, team that 92 run the 93 <laughs> the when i when I, I was always waiting for the other one to show up in WWF. and when he when they did i was like get it and the lads are back together now go and, uh, go <laughs> Go and, co- go and cover Sonny in some slop. Yeah. <laughs> Proper slop that one as well, wasn't it? That wasn't the work oh. slop, that was shoot slop, that one. <laughs> no, but I was going to oh. say about the Outlaws boys, them early angles as well, you could tell they were kind of with them from the off, where they robbed the uh, Legion of Doom spikes, they, they showed it on this as well, where they bust their headbangers with the boombox, and it bl- uh, busts flash open hard, it? it blows yeah. up, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, boss, mate, yeah, stuff like that. I fucking love that, like... Mm-hmm. They were like, I don't think Billy had much to offer still. Like, I think Billy was just the other guy. It was road, the gimmick was road dog, wasn't it? But it was yeah. like Billy helped hide his obvious weaknesses as a wrestler by being competent enough. Like, it's the perfect tag team in a lot of ways, isn't it? Road dog did the heavy lifting as far as being the charisma and what kind of made them current, you know, and being 28, you know, and a man of uh, <laughs> 1997. <laughs> he listened to a bit of rap is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's the same, same thing that got over the fucking Wolfpack and WWE, these fucking middle-aged white fellas listening to uh, some two-pack tapes. Uh, went a long way, but at least he had his finger, you know, he watched South Park every now and then. You know yeah, what I mean? he that did. Like, yeah, basically he what that gimmick was. <laughs> nah, nah, it, that, that's it. Like, and, and Billy Good had nothing, but because he was the one with the physique and he and things like that, yeah. he was the one that they they thought he was the star, or they thought we can. He's the one who we can like push for the singles, isn't it, and like make a star. But it, without Road Dog, probably he he was fucked. Basically, he was. That's sudden. Yeah, it's that sudden proper worker Road Dog in he from the family and stuff, and from that that yeah. that generation of like he just knew how to work a match, you know, a good match, you know what I mean? Basic, but good feels yeah. strong, but yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> One of the things though that does jump out here is like how like um like think how massive Billy Gunn looks on Dynamite, and like yeah. here, he was he was like maybe like the second biggest guy in the match. Like he, he looked tiny, like when he stood on the apron next to the others, not not just like physique but just height and stuff you, you know yeah. he, stu- he stood there next to next to the godwins yeah. and that he's, he's tired i was thinking fucking hell imagine if you put darby allen and uh danielson <laughs> out in this match now what they'd look like <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got to give it to billy though like the one thing i'll say about him is like yeah he looks 
he looks great now. He doesn't look much different now. He just looks bigger, if anything. He's put a little bit more muscle mass on. Like he's a well, like he's aged dignity with a bit of dignity, even if uh, with a with a needle up his ass as well. Um, but the, the one thing I'll say about Billy is like for like you know the, the one thing we've got to mention that's quite problematic about the match is is the whole stuff using you know the the gay slayers and stuff like that and faggot chance like the fact that like it's mad though isn't it because billy guns billy guns playing up to this like what, what what's the um line he says like when uh when they come at something about like some kind of comments about gays or something about that he calls like, yeah bangers the oh what does he call them he calls them the book bangers oh, the book bangers oh, yeah something like that it's like billy gun is like the gayest straight wrestler you'll ever see like he's i, I hope his current room with the acclaimed considering you know all intents and purposes, he's managing two gay lads. He's come round now. You know what I mean? He spent his he spent his entire career getting off on the fact that like he shows his ass off and he's quite a pretty fella in that. Billy and like, Chuck, give him the better Billy and Chuck. Yeah, Billy and Chuck. Yeah. yeah. He is the gayest straight wrestler of all time. <laughs> like for him to be the one gay baiting for heaters, like it is hard to take, but it is it's of a time and place, isn't it? Let's hope it's uh, he's moved on since then. But uh, fuck me, that was that was weird. Not, to hear. not just the, not just them though, is it? Like the the signs in the crowd. You're like looking at yeah. some of the signs in the crowd, and you're just thinking like, fucking hell! Like, uh, mm. like it's a lot. It's a, it's a while ago, but it's not that long ago. Imagine if this was on your telly now. Like yeah. people oh, say, yeah. coming to the ring saying this with a mic, and like hundreds of people all like. Old signs up with some of the stuff and that, and what, what you like, it's mm. fucking wild, absolutely wild, ridiculous. And the match, <laughs> well, I was gonna go? say, I've got, I know what I love though, boys. You know, I can, I can pick positives, I, any. I can pick positives in anything, boys, can't I? I loved when Mosh, it was Mosh's elimination where Mosh went for the stage dive in the corner, and Billy mm. Gunn caught him for the side suplex, but then turned it into like a stroke. And pin them off it. I just fucking love that spot. <laughs> I'd put it out there straight away. And he got the big pin off it. That's what I love about these old Survivor Series matches, Gareth. It was simpler times. You didn't have to do like balcony dives, fucking three finishes in a row. You get pinned off like a club to the back of the head, mate. I hated that. <laughs> they wouldn't pin you in a regular match. It made no sense. Like, why is that? Why is it working? All these roll ups. <laughs> you get caught off body slam. You get caught off guard, aren't you, mate? Ridiculous. <laughs> 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 well, 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 with that for me, uh, there was the uh, when when Henry Godwin gets pinned by Bradshaw, he has him in some like abdominal stretch, and then he rolls it into some like pinning cradle. That like I was like, that was, I was like, that was awesome stuff. There, it was yeah. just like two. Oh, you never away. used it ever again, did he? Yeah, ever in his life? Yeah, Bradshaw, yeah. Bradshaw just pulled out, just like whipped out this boss little um, <laughs> submission into a, a cradle into a pin. I was like, see, them magazines oh. were right, Gareth. He was a good worker, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> The Zoom fucking drilled that out of him, didn't they? Yeah. Oh. We got in the back and they were like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it's, a, it's a good clothesline. Yeah. What about the finish oh. as well? How much did Billy Gunn miss that fucking leg drop to a... Oh, <laughs> yeah. Are they replaying yeah. as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Miles away. Again, different time. If you're covering, oh, yeah, I Yeah. <laughs> it's over. But get better. Oh. We're being result-wise. The, the outlaws survive on their own, don't they? They keep them with the push. You know what I mean? The, the um, mm. they keep them with that. Keeping them. Yeah, they're going with stuff the, like that. Yeah, fair, they're going with it. You know, yeah. there's a a wind of change coming, and like yeah, that they're kind of they do to give them that that shot as a match. <laughs> I'll give it a star and a half. I think it's about as good as I'd uh, I'd go on it. Maybe one point seven five. One point seven five. <laughs> I think for that. For that stroke to mosh, that's what I'm giving it for. I, I, I went two. <laughs> I was feeling generous. Did you? 
Grapple average is 1.86. You're above the average. Pulling it up. It was that Bradshaw or Abdominal Smith. Yeah. <laughs> I gave it an extra 0.25 for that. I'd love to talk to you, mate. Oh. Well, we go for it. If you think you can't get better, we go from the, we go from a, a match f- featuring the yeah, Billy Gunn of uh, of AEW uh, TV currently to another uh, current uh, I think AEW uh, star as the uh, the Gang Rules pay per view name which we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, we we find out why it's called that. Rules with a Z. With a Z. It's the nineties. The DOA versus the Truth Commission. <laughs> this fucking ah, oh, this gang warfare stuff. Even an, even as a thirteen year old, I yeah. Uh, I thought this was uh this was lame as a uh, yeah cr- uh, crush fucking eight ball skull what's the other con's name uh, chains chains yeah come out on the I love the way they come out on the bikes and then they have to ride them all the way back it's like, <laughs> <no> way to... <laughs> couldn't have been fucking lamer against a load of lads in green t-shirts featuring the jekyll uh, Don Carlos wrestling, wrestling. On, the, uh, on the Montreal 1997 Survivor Series I'd forgotten that as a as a trivia point. Um, he'd taken over, hadn't he? From was was he the commandant, or he took over from the commandant? He took over. From, he took over like, from more bloke, wasn't he? I remember yeah. when that happened. Like who the fuck's this bloke? Um, yeah, but he was, was another bizarre. member of the Truth Commission, the Tank. I think he was only on, sh- on shotgun. He was big fella, wasn't he? He was like dead wide, he, and mm. he had a, he had a mask on as well, didn't he? I don't know who that was. Who, who, yeah. who, who, who it was like? But he's only there for a bit. Him. Couldn't pay the two wages, mate. They were struggling. It was nice. Oh, that's it, lad. Get Jackal to he cut the promos, do the commentary, and wrestle the match. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we didn't have anything to say about the in ring of the other one, I can't imagine got to say much about No, this. I've got I've, I've, and I make me notes as as I said, boys. I've got nothing to do with any move. I've just got the naughtiest of rig outs on the Truth Commission. How rough are these? bad fucking awful, aren't they? Not even all, like Jackal's green t-shirt doesn't match Kurgan. No, it doesn't. Just go to the fucking Walmart and all buy the same one. Awful girl. Oh, fucking, yeah. You know what? Kurgan's not that big, is he? Like, you think I remember Kurgan being like eight foot tall and bigger than everyone. He's not that much bigger than the other lads in the tree. The interrogator. Yeah, the interrogator. That's what he was here, wasn't he? Um, he was called that for me anytime he took when he turned up with like ICP and stuff like that. I'd still call him the interrogator. It took a while to uh, to drop that name. Yeah, you bet. Names, you know. It's oh, a recon sniper. recon sniper, but Barry Buchanan, he was recon, wasn't he? Bull Buchanan, yeah, Bull yeah, Buchanan, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one, well, the one for me is like again, it's like is um, is sniper because, um, I always, um, again, in the old mags and that, I used to always see like Rambo in the CWA as like, and like you'd see, see stuff about him and like, um, working like Europe and this Rambo he's like a top star in Europe and all this and I'd be like oh like in my head this Rambo guy because I'm thinking fucking Stallone Rambo Hello. as well aren't I you know like you know, as, as, as a kid and that so it was just a name that always stood out for me this Rambo and then I remember seeing like Rambo signed to WWF and like I was like oh I can't wait to see Rambo finally and then it was like Sniper, <laughs> he was just some <laughs> shit old bloke with like half curly oh. hair, and like you know, I was just like, oh, it was so disappointing. Now I thought Rambo was going to be this boss wrestler. Like, <laughs> two two trivia notes: Rambo um, was from Montreal, so like that's kind of a, a cool tie into here. Could have done with him on that fucking Team Canada that had no Canadians yeah. later on the show. <laughs> but the other note: Did you know Tank was no Ma- Mantor? 
What's that in yeah? Yeah, I had no yeah, idea. Yeah. I had no thought. idea that. Literally just seen it on his uh, on his wiki. There you go. Uh, not that Mantor had a big run around like that. But it's it's memorable it's, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember ever making that connection. Um, that they were the same bloke, but yeah, rough. And the DOA, like, fuck me with like who whose idea was it? Like. Uh, but one, I mean, it works. It works once, I think, in wrestling history, the biker gimmick when they give it to Undertaker. Like, remember when they randomly gave it to Chuck Palumbo and like Chuck Palumbo? Fucking hell, yeah. All of a sudden, you just had a, you just had a motorbike. <laughs> yeah, like, it was always so lame. It's like, oh, you do a couple of circles of the ring and then park up. Like, I'm what? Like, <laughs> the only time it's ever been cool is American Badass Undertaker and when LOD come out of SummerSlam '92. Oh, they like, have silver bikes, aren't they? Or gold, whatever. Long entrance way. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll. Except that these these cunts are, and it's like skull and eight ball. I'm supposed to cheer for skull and eight ball, like fuck off, like just awful, awful giver. Memories of DOA, lads. Yeah, but then you know, I, I once again, I was only 11, so I went like you know, fucking as I keep saying, I wasn't really clued up. I just, I loved them all, I loved. This part, not for the matches. I just loved when all these gangs would just start fighting with each other. They had loads of angles on Raw, and they'd just all be scrapping backstage. But as a kid, though, when I, yeah, as a kid, <laughs> I was just like, they all broke off on the nation, though, didn't it? They all got their own gang because they didn't want to follow yeah. Farouk's orders and stuff like that. So, you know, it made sense in a way, but the matches didn't. Because even, like, throughout that 97 run, think at the SummerSlam event and the DX event, you've got the Breakers versus the DOA, and it carries on for months on end. It, it just never ends as well, like, so weird. And I get why you like Dodds so much now, mate. It makes, makes a lot of sense. This is it, fellow. <laughs> just everyone's got to be in the AEW now. Everyone's got to be associated with the fucking stable, haven't they? Maybe not. It's not gang warfare, like, but... Fucking hell. Gang rules with a Z. Fucking hell. <laughs> um, but yeah, unless we've got any other notes, Truth Commission go over. Soul Survivor, Kurgan the Interrogator. Um, go with a yeah. star on it, Ben. Is it getting a star? <sighs> Give it one, yeah, because it's yeah. professional wrestlers. Having a professional <laughs> match, it? It's not too lads. Like, I, I save lower than that for your local indie. I think that's, you know, yeah, that's a fair What'd you go, Gareth? I, I went one as well. Like yeah, I, I, yeah. I find it hard to 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 go lower than that. But it was like mm. they loved a side slam in this match, didn't they? There was about oh, five no. pins that came off a side slam. I was yeah, like, fucking I was once again, Gareth. Once again, simpler times nowadays. If someone hits someone's finisher, it'd be all over Twitter having a big paddy stop. Fucking the interrogators finishes the sidewalk. Sam doesn't want a DOA. Do you do want it's like no one's asked. <laughs> <laughs> They're not bothered nowadays. It'd be a big story in the Observer. Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, brilliant. So yeah, we go from uh go from there. Uh, we had a, oh, this is where we get that little uh, video clip outside, isn't it? Where the poll and the fans are who's gonna win. If you sure Michael's shouts surprising to be honest. Um from the uh, the mutants in the air uh, <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> People will travel down from America, I uh, I presume. Um but yeah, bit of a uh, Canadian uh, pageantry leads us to Team Canada. No, whoa, 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 whoa. You're missing Steve oh. Austin on America Online. Oh, dear. Yeah. oh yeah. Is that him when he's jumping on the computer? <laughs> Pretending he's interested in this AOL chat. <laughs> he sat oh, there, like, and then he has to, like, he sat there at the side, not asked at all, and that fella's just typing his answers for him. And then when he realizes he's on telly, he has to come over and, like, stand behind him, like, he really is answering <laughs> these questions. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love the state oh. of that fucking laptop as well. Like, did you see it? Like, it was the, <laughs> 
90s. Looks like my laptop now, to be honest. Yeah, that was like, but that was the new scam, wasn't it? Like the old scam was like ring up the, you know, the 0899 That was the number. And um, bring that up. And like then now it was like, oh, Steve Austin's actually there. I and mean, literally, he was probably there for those 30 seconds and then he fucked off. And whoever that bloke was was answering all the questions. But hell yeah, I agree. Thanks, son. <laughs> they knew a money spinner when they could uh, they could see one. Uh, but yeah, that was there, and then yeah, they have the uh, the backstage interviews, don't they? Before the uh, the USA kind of the match with uh, Vader leading the charge for the the Americans. I love this um, one, boys. I'll be honest. Promo. I love this match. Well, <laughs> I just don't get babyface promo Vader. Like, like what are we doing? <laughs> It's oh, USA trying. time. It's USA yeah, time. Oh. <laughs> it's not Vader's time. Completely the question time. he's been asked as well. Uh, but yeah, obviously the build-up to this one is the uh, the angle with, uh, with Steve Blackman jumping over the, uh, the guardrail and getting involved. Yeah, I'd forgotten that where Vader kind of covers him with his whole body, doesn't he? To like protect like him from shun. the rest of like it's Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's only fucking Summer 96. It was like six months, like eight months before this. Like, what the fuck? Um, here he is doing this shit. But uh, yeah, Steve, Steve Blackman's great in this promo as well. Like, no, he never gets any better, does he? But he's just like, oh, it's yeah. a shame. Uh, yeah, Four years a bit, in, a bit of many fights. Yeah, yeah. what's he say? Something like, yeah, you know, I've never wrestled before, but I've been in a lot of fights. You know, this yes. is the same or something like that. And it's like immediately, it's like, okay, this lad's got nothing. Um, but, like, <laughs> what a team, though. Yeah, but Vader. Te- teaming up with Goldust, teaming up with Steve Blackman, teaming up with Mark Merrow. A couple of real shooters there, though. Mark Merrow and, uh, and Steve Blackman on the same side. Be scared of them. Oh, yeah. Fucking great team, this one, boys. Fucking, as I keep saying, we're going into this more than this match. I loved, I honestly did love this match. I don't know why. I remember it, watching it at the time, loving this match. And I just, I loved, like, some of the stories with Goldust, who's, does, he's changing his gimmick at the time, isn't he? Going through this, morphing, morphing into the artist formerly known as Goldust, but he wouldn't get involved, leading mm. to the Vader match at Royal Rumble. You had Sable. Mark Merrow coming back off his injury, so you're having the fans slowly, you know, cheering Sabre, you're planting them seeds for Marrow, Mark Merrow to get jealous over him. Steve Blackman debuting, you know, replacing Del Wilkes, who I think got fired or was injured. He's the replacement in this for him. And then oh, you've got... Obviously, that would have been. Yeah, it was, the Patriot was meant to be on this team, but I don't know whether he that's got why it. That's the user. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's why, as well. And then you've got, like, Lafon and Fairness, who hadn't been seen for a while. They just come back to go on, on Team Canada. I think is one of them Canadian, better with it being Lafon, who's French-Canadian. Does that count? This is the thing, though. Why does Jim Ross point that out? Like, yeah. nobody... You could absolutely believe Jim Neidhart's Canadian. You don't need yeah. to tell him he's not. Like, Fairness and Lafon, no one knew the fuck they were. Yeah. They could be Canadian. Only the like, ball bag in it. This, this, this felt like AEW, Jim, just pointed out at the start of the match. Yeah. Okay, cool. This match has no stakes then. There's no Canadians. Cool. This, this, was, this was one when they were doing the interview. I was... And they came up as Team Canada. I was like, hang about. I was like, Wigan, California, like <laughs> Oklahoma. And that and that, that was like I was like writing that down as like notes. That was like that was like hot take notes kind of thing. And then it was like, and then Jim Ross just says it. And I was like, like, oh, like, like, why? Why are you pointing that out, man? Like <laughs> uh, it makes him look good, but it's just very <laughs> <laughs> 
of a start. Um, trivia no great, li- great line from great line from Doug Furness though. America, love it or leave it. I left it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what he, yeah. Will there always be a uh, Furness and uh, Ed Crawford for you, uh, Gareth? Like for me, it was record for me. Yeah, I wasn't uh, onto the their IWC run until way after. It'll always be Furness on the Bonsoir. I saw that these were the first time I seen them. Like you know, I, was I, I, yeah. I hadn't watched I hadn't watched them in in, in Japan before the the WWF run. So like, mm. like yeah, I didn't have that to go with it. I'll, I I probably look. I'm probably the other way. I look at Crawford and I'm watching that, and obviously watching that stuff, and he's Lafon in my head. Yes, yeah. <laughs> just on that basis, like. But you're on it though, boy. Speaking of Lafon, looking back with that head now, like he's the worker. Like he's trying to work with Blackman, and I didn't mind the exchanges they had. <laughs> Blackman's worked out, but he he's obviously had matches somewhere, Ali Blackman. But it's like he's, he's trying to work with them proper to get him over straight away. It's like, what, what's going on here? But I love the way Blackman, like he doesn't know the rules of wrestling as well. And that's what they hammer home. But he, does he get counted out? He does, doesn't he? It's like he doesn't understand wrestling rules because he's been in it's fights. That's a good style. idea. I know, to fans to just be like, oh, I'll get involved. Yeah. Just jump the barrier. Put, I love it. someone in the head. He'll give me a match at some hours. But I don't get it. Oh, They're trying to make out he doesn't know the rules. But, but he jumped the barricade. He was a pain, he was a punter. He got the show, and you're like, well, sure. If he went to the show, he knows how it works. He thought it was <laughs> real. Gareth going to the show, and he thought I'm going to get involved here because it's fake. I'll just I'll re- toughen it up. <laughs> but like, I was thinking, he's seen a count out before. Defo, if, if yeah. he goes, if he goes to the shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell you, he's grimmy, though, boys. Fucking anvil. He's grimmy, though, isn't he? Uh, the mm. selling, the just everything about him. He just. He just like can't be asked taking them bumps off Vader like the awful, the so bad. Is yeah, was it was he like fucking was he ever any good after about eight years? Yeah, when he was good, and then he just phoned it in, didn't he? But he oh. he's beyond bad though, like it's it's worse than ever here. I know he's way older and stuff, but just taking mm. that like close as I say, clothesline off Vader and just not wanting to take to sell it or not, it's just so bad. Oh. Thing is, though, like, how fucked was Vader, though, in this match as well? Like, he's he done the lifting, though, Gareth. He's, wa- oh. he's trying to work here. He's fucked, isn't he? It's like, he was absolutely yeah. fucked, though. <laughs> he was fucked. I was just like, they, they killed Vader. Like, that's a deep cut at some point. Like, Vader and the WWF. How the, like, I, I knew of him, like, from seeing some WCW Saturday night, but even I knew, like, as a 12, 13 year old kid, like, this Vader should be a bigger deal. Like, the Bring him in at the Rumble. Like, he eliminates everyone. It's fucking awesome. The SummerSlam match with Sean's fantastic, even though Sean ruins it by having a little, like, paddy at the middle of it. And then, like, what's well, the month before this, isn't it, where Kane beats him with the fucking spanner? Like, and then, like, well, that's after that. That's after, after, that's he's, after like a happy, he's like a happy, clappy, like, yeah. looks like he's lost weight baby face. And just <laughs> this pack. Like, talk about not getting the best out of him, though, that you could have had. How did Vince McMahon not look at him and see money? Like, how's he this? You know, it's just it's pathetic, isn't it? Oh, I'd love oh. to do that deep cut because, like, again, when he jumps from obviously being a WCW fan to yeah. seeing mm-hmm. what he had done there, and then like even going like right back when he was coming in doing them like guest spots from Japan, where you know he was coming with the fucking helmet and all that, and he just looked as oh, cool yeah. as fuck, and like yeah. he just got this massive hard bastard who's just like he looks like he can kill anyone. And they just they killed him in 12 months, didn't they, basically? It's Michael's, just... though, Beno. Michael's mm. was fault. Because he's meant to get the belt off in Michael's the Survivor Series. And he went with Sid, didn't he? Because Michael's gave the negative report on that SummerSlam match. It, it's all fucking... Well, 
Sean's fault. It was two years too early because it's it, that, it's the time thing again because he looks washed up here and it's like a year since 1996. <laughs> two years since he was killing it in WCW. And then like by like 1998, he's dead in the water. In 1998, you only, only need a fucking opponent for Stone Cold Steve Austin. Vader, like that could yeah. have been you. Instead of like, oh, we'll bring back Dr. Death or whatever Jim Russell's stupid idea was. Vader should have been the guy, shouldn't he? If he hadn't been killed off by this point. Like that's, yeah, he just... Looking a gift horse in the mouth there with that, but yeah, as as a match, this was definitely an improvement on like the previous two, wasn't it? Like I'm, I'm gonna go higher than like two and a half, but you know, it's some actually yeah. decent professional yeah. wrestlers. And I went two and a half. You had the uh, Mark Meadow even in this gimmick doing the metal shots and he just about done it to like he separated Fairness's shoulder on it the land that was rough, wasn't it? <laughs> Still busting that out though, but Meadow. Love him though, love him. Oh, One of my yeah. favorite mates. Yeah, it, it was <laughs> apart from that, like it was as fucking smooth as silk in this match. Like yeah, everything that he did looked great. I, I thought, he, I thought he he looked um, looked looked. He's a weird him. one where the IWC have just decided he was bad, and I just I've yeah, never I seen the evidence. I've no. never seen the evidence. Maybe I'm looking at with Rose did and Smackdowns, but always got a soft spot for Johnny Bad slash uh, Mark Miro. No, I thought he was. I thought he looked really good. Yeah, like it, it, it definitely did. And then, like obviously, like you say, Matty, the crowd were proper behind Sable as well, weren't they? So yeah. again, you're, just getting <laughs> yeah. the seeds, you're getting the seeds, can't you? Of, That's of, what it of, is. Just come back, the jealous yeah. turn and all that kind of thing. So you think mm. of, there was again, there was probably I don't know. It, it, they had a decent little run there, but there's probably even more from that that they probably could have, could have got out of it, I reckon. He, he, he just got pushed to the side, didn't he? Literally one year later, he's left the company. It's just madness looking at all these like befores and afters this time. He's gone within 12 months. I'm saying. <laughs> I was going to say, on the obviously, uh, the sole survivor is Bulldog here. Team Canada did a... Uh, do you win? But on the Team USA thing with that theme, like, and I looked it up, like, bit of, bit of a trick. I was, I didn't understand that the Patriot was supposed to be in this match, but yeah. it's like Vince thinks that's the national anthem because, like, he gave that theme to <laughs> Kurt Angle. Had it. Kurt Angle had it. These are it. Mark Henry used it. Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter used yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tune, though, Beno. It's a fucking oh, tune. Angle, like. Yeah. The fact that it stuck to Angle is mad considering it was so recycled that it became <laughs> so synonymous with it. You shook in it, yeah. The you yeah. Shook oh, yeah. Know, pops in your head, doesn't it? While it's uh, while it's playing, but yeah, great, great theme. Uh, but yeah, we uh, we go from uh, from there. What have we got backstage going on? Uh, going on here, we got um, oh, we got mankind. We got a mankind promo, don't we? Video package of it of Kane as well and his path of destruction, um, showing many signs on the crowd from fans who can't spell Kane yet. C A I N C A N E. Look, people didn't know yet, did they? Coming off of a, of, of a, of a bad blood. Uh, but yeah, uh, get that uh, that big uh, video package. And yeah, the uh, strangely, we're leading into Kane and Mankind here. I was going to ask you, is me and Steph watching this like before? Like, considering the big story about like when the screw job happens and it's like, oh, Undertaker was taping up his fists, he was backstage. Where was he? He's not on the show, is he? He doesn't even get involved in this. Like, was he just there? Did he just come to just hang out? Like he would have been backstage with me. He would he would have been backstage. Why I was think. Domino was backstage. Yeah, he's playing playing cribbage with the lads. Uh, <laughs> an odd one. Because yeah, but at that point, aren't we? Where he's refusing to fight Kane, aren't we? So that's the story. Yeah. But I was yeah. convinced we were like a, a running coming here or or something. But no, we just got a, a straight match from uh, Kane and Mankind in the. Uh, the 1997 introduction of the Bray Wyatt Red Lightning. Remember this? I didn't. Oh, <laughs> I did. I happens. did. And you know what? It didn't. 
affect me as much as I thought it was looking back because I thought this was was a good match. But mm. I just wish it did. It didn't affect me as much, but it obviously would have been better in, in normal lighting. They try and fix it near the end; it goes a bit brighter, doesn't it? Because at the start, mm. it's really dull. It's really, and yeah. then they try and fix it a bit. But I thought it was all right. This, but Foley's taking some. It's always the little bumps with Foley. It's the start where. He's just getting his head through, like taking a back bump into the steps. It's like them yeah. little fucking bumps with Foley. It's like he's just trying to get you know the unnecessary ones. So <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> that's why I can't move anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I saw that somebody put a news story up today. Oh, isn't it dead sad that McFoley said that it like his his spine is like whatever. Fought. I was like, no, we all knew it was going to happen in nineteen eighty seven. He knew too. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's horrible. If it's up with Foley when he says something stupid or like he does something dodgy, I'm always like, ah, I kind of forgive him because like he gave so much. Like, the, why why do you think his brains are scrambled? Like, it's <laughs> genuinely, though, you know, yeah. it's like I almost give him a pass. Because I kind of know that, like, he gave so much of himself for it. But you're right. There's so many moments like that, like the bumps off the apron. He's like, literally flinging himself around, isn't he? A the grill press to the outside. Yeah. That one, that one. The yeah. 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 No niche. No, it's at all on the concrete. Obviously, the announce you know? table one as well, isn't it? The choke slam thrown right back through the announce table and stuff. But it's so many little fucking. It's even on the video package, them choke slams on the ramp to dude love yeah. with. <laughs> the yeah. second one in particular, it's like. Fucking hell, me. <laughs> I'm trying to think because, like, a kayfabe following fan in like 96, 97. Did it make a difference to me that he landed on concrete as opposed to the map? Not really. <laughs> Who was he popping? <laughs> 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 he is. He's oh, just a fucking well. absolute nutter. But he, as I say, he's done his bit he getting mm. Kane over here and as a monster and stuff like that. And you know, mm. it's just I thought it was all right. This boys, you know, what does he give Kane? Doesn't what does, does he? Kane takes a few stuff, a few bits and bobs in this. Like it's not just a squash, there's, is it? There's more. Like this was the thing that surprised me in this, especially when they were saying it was like King Kane's official in-ring debut as well. Like I thought he looked the make Kane look more vulnerable here than you'd expect they would have made yeah. him look as like coming in as this as, as this monster because there was like um, there was a bit where like. Uh, Foley hits him with a pile driver, and then there's a mm. um, he, he goes over and he does like the mandible claw and bear and stuff. And like, that's the Kane, one. Kane's, Kane's down and out for like like a full minute kind of thing, like lying there yeah. out of it before he does the sit up. And I was like, I'm just I was I was proper shocked that they made him look a couple of moments where stuff got it on him and he looked a bit weak. Like, normally it's classic mm-hmm. WWF, he'd have come in and he'd have fucking. Foley would have done the job for me in about three minutes or something, you know, that yeah. have just made him made him look like a monster. So I mean it all worked out in the end, didn't it? But like fucking yeah. just felt a bit felt a bit weird that one. But I I enjoyed this. Like I went three stars on this. I, I yeah. was it was a match where I was actually left thinking, oh, I could have done with another ten minutes there. I was sort of like yeah, just, it was just heating up, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was only about ten minutes, wasn't it? I went three on it as well. Didn't make as yeah. much of an impression on me, but uh, yeah, you know, more time, you know, diff- different kind of kind of set. And okay, the biggest thing couldn't come out of this for me it was like how quickly the Kane character just worked, didn't it? Like it was a uh, on paper a, one of those ideas that would last a month and he'd fuck off. Like it was one of them, wasn't it? But they got they got so much right about him. It was like you know he's he was the twin of the Undertaker, so they just you know, took all of his moves. So he's doing all of his big spots in here. But even down to like the costuming and stuff, you know, the fact that he's that he isn't in all red, that's inspired. Like they probably just it's been as simple as Vince going fire red 
cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but somebody in the costume department has turned whatever Vince's idea. There's probably a man in like a like like green man in always sunny in Philadelphia, but he was in red. Like that's probably what Vince thought. But they gave him a cool mask, made him like a horror. Like speaking of like you know horror movie film yeah. club, made him like a a Jason type, wasn't it? Like with the mask, yeah. and he's a zombie, but he learnt lessons from like early Undertaker that you can't make him too much of a zombie. Like they get it pretty much right, don't they? There's a reason it it stuck around for so long afterwards as well. Like the they get the presentation spot on. It starts with the gear right through to the way he works this match as well. It's it's funny though because like I remember reading for like months before he came in, and it was like, oh, when this Kane character comes on, they've done this mask, and oh, wait till you see this mask. It's absolutely like, oh, it's 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 like nothing you've ever seen before. And like I like read that like multiple times before Kane made his first first appearance. So I was dead like. What's this mask gonna be like? Kind like because I'm saying about it being burned and all this. I was thinking, is it gonna look like Freddy or you know, is yeah. he gonna like have? Are they gonna done something like really cool with prosthetics and stuff? And and then like then when he showed up that first time and he just had his mask on, his cane mask mm. on, kind of thing. I was a bit like, oh, like <laughs> is, that, is that it? Is that it? Because he had the big build up for months in the in the stuff that you're reading, and then I was waiting for him to take it off and think, oh, it was gonna be all like mm. that under like. That's not his real mask, and then, and then after like a month or two months, it's like, oh no, that is his mask, kind of like kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it was probably for the best because I bet if he had some fucking hokey, like that tried to make him look all, yeah, but it would have looked shit, wouldn't it? Whereas this, yeah. that kind of one. like that pure like anonymity, like even even though mm-hmm. he knew who it was, if you were, you know, reading the right web website at, at, yeah. at the time, kind of thing, like it just. Like, I don't know, that, that pure anonymity doesn't speak. Then when eventually, obviously, he did speak with the voice thing and yeah. stuff like that. It just, that mm. just gave him a bit of mystique or something that, that, that again, um, it's not like WWF just to be a bit subtle about something like that. Normally, it would be like in your face, sledgehammer stuff kind of thing here, whereas they did actually kind of rein it. It rain it back in yeah. certain instances, and that that whole presentation with him was was good. Like, yeah, there's, there's a top five gimmicks podcast in our future, Matty, I reckon, and this features hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, but he was only meant to be around for six months. The Kane character wasn't it? You meant to bin him off after WrestleMania when Taker beat him and stuff, but. He's Jesse yeah, he... from Breaking Bad, you know, just sticks yeah. around. <laughs> I, haven't seen, I haven't seen that one, Ben, sorry. All right, sorry. <laughs> JP would have enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell him on it when we do observe this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, don't like to say good, good introduction to the character, I'd say, all along, yeah. three stars. The, the, the other thing, though, that stood out with me on this one was, like, obviously you're saying about, like, the, the lighting and that that they used, like, again, like, I can't remember the last time I threw on a Mankind ma- uh, match, but... Our boss was Mankind's music. Like, I fucking love oh, Mankind's yeah. music. It was the his outro entrance, was well. he didn't really like. But yeah. the, the piano when he won thing. the match yeah. as well. Oh. It was, but you know, this this lighting wasn't that was planned, too apparently. Smart. Oh, really? You know, you know it, apparently they couldn't fix it during the match. That so, so I read uh, years later, it just they couldn't get the right. To press the wrong mm. button or something, yeah, and he's trying to fix it. That's what I actually heard. Yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. But yeah. I hope that's the case with, uh, with Bray Wyatt as well. They never used it again, though. They didn't even think about it. They never ever uh, used it again. Did they not use it for the for the match? Am I remembering wrong? Feels like they did. Maybe it's just the entrance. I'm thinking of. It's just the entrance, Ben. Yeah, no way mm. out. They used the proper because uh... that's what I mean. With Kane's costume, I always had this as a kid. Is obviously with the red light, and it looked lighter. But when the proper light come on, it was dead dark red. 
the attire it was weird i always thought he had a lighter red one and a darker red costume i am colorblind so probably all the same shade but you know uh, yeah i've seen like i was thinking about like you've seen like the the, the early mock-ups aren't there he's got like a cape and stuff a cape? like that he wears that yeah. at madison square garden for an instance that's you know it, yeah. seen that clip yeah, yeah, that's right. yeah 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 uh, brilliant but yeah one of one of the great WF gimmicks one of the uh the great uh successes but we go from there, lads, to a very notable part of the show, and it's backstage to the most guilty-looking Vincent <laughs> and Sergeant Slaughter promo you'll ever see. How can anyone watch this promo now and not like just look at it? It's it's featured in um, Wrestling with Shadows, isn't it? Obviously, when you guys uh, review that with JP or without me, you can uh, you can talk about that. But like, yeah, uh, Vince cut the promo about how you know we got extra security and you know everyone's everyone's a bit nervous backstage. It's just. It's written all over his face. There is some shit's going down here tonight. Like, he's not happy. <laughs> oh, really sticks out as a memory, that one, Matt. Yeah, it's, as you say, Ben, just what you said. He just looks so fucking... He, Who's going to win the say, main event? No idea. Yeah, that's it. That is it. Man, it's just... Great big tours, bro. Big, big tours. And then he like, looks at the yeah. camera like, you know, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, oh, it's really real. <laughs> Big Bob with him though, as you say, Beno just is is a uh, is fucking enforcer with him there, slaughter. <laughs> oh, Michael Cole as well on the call. You yeah, forget how long he's been around. Fucking hell. Uh, but yeah, we go from uh, go from there to backstage promo with uh, this felt very uh, early nineties uh, Road Warriors, uh, Ken Shamrock and uh, and Arbet Johnson with the Survivor Series promo with uh, with Doc Hendricks. They are a weird one, the roadies again. It's that time thing, isn't it? That, like, you know, five years before this was almost like 92. You know, that that other run's not that far in the uh, in the past, but he did feel he felt washed up, didn't he? At this point, like, oh, he even, did. Even as a champs? kid, I knew their time the was behind them and they shouldn't have been the champs. Yeah. Yeah. But I've always had a day. I love it. I love how when we get to the match in a sec, I love how over Ken Shamrock is in this period. Oh, like, mate. He's a, fucking hell. He's a great, like, that's the thing with him. Like, it wasn't even. Other than the fact that, like, he was an art bastard, he looked good and he had a good finish. Like, it wasn't like he was a great promo or anything like that. He just, but he caught on, didn't he, Shamrock? And I way that, like, a lot of the 96 wrestlers didn't going into 97. I was going to say that, like, I'd love to, what Gareth, you're saying before, to Vader thing. I'd love to do, like, a Shamrock uh, mixtape mm-hmm. or something, but only for the fact of, I think he was put in. Like, if he was in another era where it wasn't so popular and stuff, I reckon mm-hmm. he would have been even more better, you know, because, he, as you say, he latched onto it, he was good. But, you know, if we'd done a mixtape on him or, like, a deep cut, you'd see all the shit he got saddled with with his sister, Ryan Shamrock. It was that, like, so popular. If he was just, like, a serious wrestler in a serious, like, you know, generation of it and not the Attitude Era, he wouldn't have been even better. They lose a lot of, like we say, a lot of wrestlers are like, you know, say Mark Miro's gone in a year, things like that. Like, he's one, you know, he's in, like, the 1996 Sean and Brett kind of era. He's here in 97, and he's there in 98 and 99 into, like, the most popular years. It's only once it gets to 2000 where he's gone, but not many of those. Like, if you look at, like, that, that'd be an interesting story. Those 1996 wrestlers, how many of them are still there come 1999? Shamrock's one of them who kind of did get over and... And stuck around like Ahmed Johnson. There's your perfect example of one who fucking disappears. Like I loved Ahmed Johnson. I was gutted. He, he felt tailor made for the uh, the attitude era, but obviously, yeah, there were there were other issues that uh, at play here. But what a team of hard bastards is the main thing. Those four L L O D Ken Shamrock and Ahmed Johnson. Solid team in it. Proper team. Would you? But yeah, 
they're in there against the on the Shamrocks thing though they're like as well like if you think about it they threw like a Dan Severin out there you threw like a Steve Blackman out there and stuff and they're all like people who are you know real fighters you know obviously Severin not the same legit physique point of view like Blackman isn't so but it just shows that natural something charisma that Shamrock had because he was just on a fucking another level compared to them too wasn't he you know like in terms of just like and considering he couldn't talk Really, exactly. or anything like that. Mm. There's just something about the way you carry yourself, the way you look. There's just that intangible something, isn't it, that just sets you apart from other people who pretty much have got the same. They've got the same what you have. They've got the same backstory. They've got the same that, yeah. that I'm hard, and you know, they've got. I've got a good look. Like yeah. Steve Blackman had a good look and things. Obviously, Severin mm. didn't have a good look. He, you know, he looked mm. like well out, out of place. But again, it just like just there if, with with Shamrock. You always felt mm. at this period like they could have just. If it just turned the volume up on him just a little bit in some way, like I, I think he could have been massive. I, I, I think he's a, he always feels like a missed opportunity to me. He was on Brett shortlist, wasn't he? As far as people he'd lose the title to, over, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was yeah. him or it was, and obviously he gets the title shot, doesn't he? At, uh, in your house, DX the month after, but yeah, there is something about him. He has, it's that intangible thing you can't quite put your finger on that makes him cool he's just a hard bastard isn't he but it is it's the look i would say on the look side like yeah i'll always say this and i say this in a completely you know heterosexual way <laughs> one of the best bodies in the history of wrestling ken Shamrock. i think you know yeah. what i think of yeah. an in-shape man i think of 1997 ken Shamrock. you know the way like he's just defined isn't he he's just like no, Even you know, he's he's there to yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> great haircut as well, Ali. Just everything yeah. about him smells great. Ben, on one of my shows, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little bit of baby, a little bit of like a gruff yeah. kind of you know, nice boss shampoo. Soft, soft, Brian. always though, be for me. It was just like big pop in our house. Um, that our student house at the time was there. Uh, it, it wasn't the world's most dangerous man. He was the world's most dangerous Ken. And and I don't care how old he is now, he definitely still is the world's most dangerous Ken. He might not be the world's most dangerous man, but he's uh, he's because the wind will knock him out, but still, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Based on uh, some of those last MMA fights, Jesus, but no, still wouldn't mess with him. Uh, Glad he's still going as well. Love our Ken, Um, but yeah, him and uh, it's 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 those lads, formidable team up against the uh, the nation at the time, which was uh, Farouk Dilo Brown. Camel Mustafa, pre-Godfather, and a young Rocky Maivia. And I feel like it's going to have to be a chat about the Rocky here because this is another one. Like, again, it's this time period, fucking 96, the year before this, he's making his debut Debut. as this nothing baby face. Year later, he's an undercard guy, you know, in in the nation. He's, like, not the most, but the charisma is just dripping off him. Year later, <laughs> so was, he's ninety-eight. Champion, he's champion. Yeah. Like, what? How did that happen in two years? Like, he just. <laughs> but he's special, isn't he? And you can see it right away. Yeah. You know, you can see he's not put it all together yet. But like, it's it is. He's he's ready to go. Like they 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 had no. Uh, the in in some ways they knew what they had, which kind of made sense why they did the blue chipper thing in ninety-six. But they really didn't know what exactly they had, which kind of it took this nation run to kind of pull it out of them, didn't it? Oh, yeah, totally, Ben. I mean, this was the time where, like, as you say, a month later after this, he's doing stuff with Stone Cold. So the testing mm-hmm. them waters of, like, putting them mm-hmm. together. And even that IC run where he f- Austin throws the fucking belt in the uh, in the river and the pager goes off and Rock's selling it and turns around. And just all that early on, like, he just had it, you know what I mean? Just putting them in good spots and, that's say, testing that Austin Rock run early. 
just fucking, you know, love them. Great. <laughs> two years, though, kind of two years. Like a fucking dynamite. Someone will debut on dynamite in two years. Guess where they'll be on fucking rampage. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> And this is where, like, you know, I'll often talk about like this about like going on a journey with like certain wrestlers and like watching mm. them progress through the card or watch them develop and things. And like, again, The Rock's the one that always just stands out in my head as like that thing of like you say that short two year time period there where you saw him come out in the, the Survivor Series, everybody shit all over him and been just like you, you white meat baby face kind of thing to, mm-hmm. to where he got to like legitimately felt like he went on this whole journey to him and even now, now like as Hollywood star when he first cracked Hollywood I felt like no he's ours <laughs> kind of thing yeah. we've 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 gone on this whole journey with him from there to just becoming a megastar and just watched him in front of your eyes just grow and get more charismatic and everything come out of him and stuff like mm-hmm. this like this time period here where as part of this group where it's just coming out of him more and more and he's like, wait, you know, you're literally tuning into Raw every week or and and just wanting you wanting to see what's Rock gonna do and things and you're yeah. just like just he's he's adding some new string to the bow, whether it's just like a line or it's a facial expression or something. As yeah. he's just kind of like finding himself within himself. It's not there as the fully fledged rock, but you're just watching this development in front of your eyes and I'm mm-hmm. like Really fond of uh, of that period, and this, the the him and Farouk stuff is like oh, underrated. Like, Gareth, people don't give Farouk good. enough credit. It's good father for the rock because, like, it's it's the good story of like you know he's the leader, but I'm not listening to you. I think I'm the leader. I'm fucking better than you. And it's yeah. stuff. Remember, like the stuff where he's giving the birthday gifts out. Gifts, to I was going to say, and he, the big he gives himself. Uh, he gives all the nation a pure big Rolex watch and he gives a picture of himself. It's just unbelievable. It's it's really, really great stuff. Like but credits are on Simmons as well, being, is, being willing well, to do that and being willing exactly. to be like, okay, I'll be the old washed up one, I'll get yeah. out the way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he didn't have to Gosh. be like that, did he? Yeah. Oh, that's it. And he played a massive role, didn't he? And he getting did. him over, like getting him over and just like you know, mm. it was, you, you, I don't know. People might not give him the credit for how essential he was for that that development of of, of, of the Rock. Um, mm. I was never a big D'Lo Brown man. Like as a lot he was of people, an early IWC classic. He, he's yeah, like, he's, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's in more move plans. They thought he was better. <laughs> the Sky Idol kind of come on. They want to move. That is one of power Yeah. To, to me, he was always like he, I, I always watched him and you could see the Rock developing and the Rock becoming the Rock. And then D'Lo was always at the side, just trying to do something, just trying to just like get a little, get a line in or just get a little, his head wobble or get whatever in just to try and, it, it was almost like he was he was seeing, oh, it's working for him and I'm just trying to just get a bit of Forcing character and bit. just show a bit of, and, and, and he always yeah. just felt forced. That's why I don't like Ricky Starks. Ricky Starks thinks he's the rock, but he's D'Lo Brown. Like that's, <laughs> what a shout that is. <laughs> That's, 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 that's how he, he's triad where the yeah. Dino Brown was triad, whereas the Rock just had it. No, well, I agree. Covered, I like I like D'Lo, but I can't argue with that. Sorry, that's good. We've covered the three out the nation there. What, what are our thoughts on Big Charlie? Right then, we, we have as Beto said, it's pre <laughs> it's pre Godfather, isn't it? It's like less than a year later. Beto again, he's coming out completely different. You know, and what, he, what was he doing a year before this? Was he Cameron Mustafa still? He probably was. He, he wasn't. He wasn't yeah. on telly, but he, he was yeah. the last time you'd seen him. He was a. Uh, Kama Mustafa, the Supreme, Supreme Fighting, fighting Machine. machine. Supreme yeah, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never knew Kimo was like that. This is like a name I'd read in Power Slam. Oh, they're basing him off Kimo. Who? 
Like what? <laughs> it meant nothing to me, like even now. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. <laughs> in any garb. Preferred him as Papa Shango. Remember he did that? Didn't he do a PCW rumble or something where he did both characters or like did all yeah. characters? Yeah. yeah. I've got a picture with Papa Shango, Beno. I've got a, a picture with, with with Papa Shango. He just seems like a cool bloke, Tony. The fact that he runs like a strippers and stuff now in Vegas. Oh, he's sham, yeah. Say, Why didn't I go? I missed it. <laughs> fucking sham, there. Charlie. Loves a, loves a good smoke. Great man. Uh, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, if in this match, if I was saying in the previous match, Vader was fucked. <laughs> Old Ahmed. Oh, Jeez. Gareth. Oh. I've got written down. He's done here, Ahmed. Bad with an explanation mark at the end of it. Fucking two knee braces. Fucking how much stuff tying on his fucking thighs and that. He just looks oh. terrible, doesn't really. he? He looked like Ro- when he came in Survivor City. It's again another one. Two years before this Survivor City in '95, the wild card matches on yeah. Sean's team. Fucking monster! Like I go He slams Yoko. Oh, he's over immediately. He's like a new generation Ultimate Warrior, big monster type. Like fucking great, and he was you know he had a charisma in a way, didn't he? he couldn't yeah. really speak or cut a promo. He couldn't quite understand what he was saying. I've um, got fond memories of those Warzone promos from uh, PlayStation One, yeah. but he had something, didn't he? Like it was yeah. threatening. It was like you just needed to like just yeah, kind of shape it in a certain way, and he just. He never got it, did he? He was a Goldberg type where he just he treated it like he was a shoot and he fucking injured them. If he wasn't in injured other people, he was injuring himself. Like it's understandable why it never worked out, but like there was there was definitely a nugget of something there, wasn't there? Another could have been another Austin opponent in '98, you know. He could have been a good like author, like um McMahon family, like assassin, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like just someone yeah. who's there who's just looking hard as fuck who they just like what they did with Shamrock a bit where they just send yeah. down a Johnson in, but he had like literally one Pearl River punch and he could hardly fucking stand up after it. He was blown out of his ass so much. God. He always <laughs> wore that so uh, Robbie Fowler like oxygen thing on his nose as well, didn't he? First time I've ever seen him wear it was Robbie Fowler. <laughs> and the knee pad thing on the thighs. Yeah. What was it? What was he doing? Like knee pads like, are tight. If you had them yeah. on your thighs, it'd definitely affect your movement. No wonder he couldn't stand up. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but it did pop though, boys, and it was hilarious. That front sit-out suplex he done to Delo was amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they fucking nearly killed him. <laughs> Commentary don't know what to call it. Either. Oh, it's kind of like a male room he lunch. He didn't know what he was doing though. Like, he just thought, fuck oh. it. <laughs> Him and Goldberg, that's a dream match for me. They should have done oh, it in 97. Let them go out there and do what they want. They'll even like go over it backstage. Just fucking go out there. Bash through oh. each other. And, and another one you could tell here where they're just like, it's gone and, and don't give a fuck anymore. It's like, is, is Road Warrior Hawk just taking a um, taking a rock bottom and just getting pinned? Like, just... Straight like, away. Just yeah. nothing, three, it? three minutes into the match, I was thinking... Yeah. Fucking hell, did they ever let anyone pin them back in the day? I mean, he's no. just perfectly happy to just animal isn't later. Like, he has to get like a, a fucking gimmick to get him out of the match by countdown. But the fact that Orcs <laughs> just happy to just fucking take a pin in three minutes, like, or something, that you can I was tell he was, mention... he, he was definitely focused on getting back. And well, you know what he was up to. 
<laughs> that rock bottom, don't worry. Gonna go tour Europe with Warlord again. That's what he's gonna do. Um, <laughs> that rock bottom, though, I, I was big on that because the rock, if you notice how he used to do it later on, when he first started doing it to Hawk here, he just lift you and it was like a, a jump and sweep more than like a slam. He ended up like and everyone oversold it. I thought Hawk took this great and the way the rock delivered it, he like swung and like sweep back. I fucking love that. The way he done he it, took it off, um, Kama, didn't he? Because Kama used to use it as his finish as well. Did he? I yeah, remember that. Like, yeah, it was almost like because I remember Kama pinning the Undertaker with it in a random tag on a Raw, it being the weirdest yeah. thing ever. Until years later, I found out they were mates in real life, and that's why that's when the second one was like, oh, yeah. could take this shit, but it, it was bossed, it looked good, like I thought. Yeah, it did. It did. But yeah, Shamrock's the uh, the sole uh, survivor for this one, isn't he? It is. Uh, it's Shamrock who uh, who ends yeah. things, gets uh, standing in the ring. Yeah, but lots of uh, lots of memorable big characters on that one. Lots that uh, get revisited as uh, time goes on. And we go from there into the the show. The uh, it's obviously the attendance record thing, and then we get the. Uh, just the first unveiling of the uh, of the DX theme with the uh, the promo video for In Your House Degeneration X. I remember immediately thinking that's a fucking cool song. Oh, like, that was what it. It was perfect, wasn't it for them? Like it was just yeah. Right away, I was like, I remember just other than the main events, that was another point of this pay per view. I kept rewinding and playing again. Was that little bit of the song that they play? Like just wanting it to like to, to get it on CD or something like that. It was cool. I remember thinking, is that Rage Against the Machine? Like, first yeah. time I heard it, like, yeah. proper thinking, have they got Rage Against the Machine? And then, I don't know, is it at the pay-per-view where they get the guy who actually sings it? Like, Chris Warren, it, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Mania. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he do the National Anthem, don't they? And they get booed out the building with the National Anthem. He fucking, like, he just butchered it. a few it, songs, though, didn't he? The Triple H as well, My Time. Uh, that's yeah. another one. Classic. Yeah. What a classic. Couple of bangers, though. Yeah. Benno, did you prefer this though or the Run DMC DX one, the Kings? What's better? Run DMC one's a better song, but like this right. is the DX song, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. I did love the Run DMC one. It just Boxing. came there. It wasn't a very cool period for DX, was it? They were doing the Man Helmsley thing. And, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. X Pac loved it though. I always remember him making his uh, his entrance to the Just Vince that. coming out to that music, but it doesn't fit, does it? At all. Oh, <laughs> it used to get played on like on MTV Bass used to play it. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. DMC won the music video. Yeah, it got a got a bit of rotation that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we go from it from there into unbelievably Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Owen Hart for the Intercontinental title. Like I don't know about you, but like, I think my brain, my memory of 97 into 98 is Austin's gone for six months. The fuck's he doing wrestling again? It's three months. Three months later. And hell, I got to. Obviously, he takes the time off again, doesn't he? Go around the uh, the time. What's the uh, what's the pay per view? The no way. It's the no way out, isn't it? Where the um, or is it before that? He takes a bit of time off, or he doesn't. Don't think he works many roars. Doesn't work work very matches, does he? Between now and WrestleMania, I might be remembering that wrong, but. It just feels odd to see him in the ring, doesn't it? Like, no, even fucking the Mark Doctor AEW is not clearing Steve Austin in there uh, in 2022. But like, you can just see it, can't you? It's Steve just being like, fuck it. Um, I've got one shot at being the biggest thing in wrestling. I'm not letting this shit derail me. But it doesn't make it any more, uh, yeah, easy to watch, does it? He's not, he's not really fighting on the Raws, Benno. And the matches mm. he's on, like this one and the DX one, be the Rock, the more. Mm under five minutes interference he's not taking bumps it's like round the mm. ring and stuff like that he's not doing proper matches he does mm. a, a no way out like eight man tag and then onto mania but he's not doing many raw matches at all around this time 
I know, but it's you can see it all over. He's clearly he's like they're, they're literally hopping him up on painkillers and sending him out there, aren't they? It's like get out there, do your match, and you can get back in bed after or get back to bar probably more likely afterwards. <laughs> like he's put together with sticky tape here. It's like uh, wouldn't happen in any other period. And doing stunners though, and landing on the base of his spine, like it was mm. really was like what four stunners in this ma- in this match as well, Gareth. It's like not just the one, is it? It's like four of them. It's <laughs> ridiculous. It's crazy. You know, what, you know what stood out to me with him though? Here is he looked so young. Like mm. as, I'm so used to just I don't know. He, he's a caricature, isn't he? In your in your brain, Steve Austin yeah. kind of thing. Like is the is the is the voice, and is you seeing him on you know like doing his interviews and all that now and stuff like that but he put, I don't know how old he was here like but I'm, um, che- I'm checking it now he looks like he, he looked young in the face I was surprised by how young in the face he looked to me like here and you just think he is yeah 32 boys 32 <laughs> 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 He was just about 38, wasn't he? He was oh, done at 38. His front's not that long, is it? Like at this no. point, he'd been how long? How many years he'd been wrestling? Less than a decade. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, his whole career was 14 years, Benno. His whole career. <laughs> <laughs> the Miz has been on Raw longer. Different world, mate. Different world. <sighs> But yeah, as a match, it's not much of a match, is it really? No, or, no. You know, it's it's fun for what it is. Get a bit of it. Oh, and uh, with this Heart 316 t-shirt, I enjoyed that. Uh, just uh, It's interesting, to be honest, for me, that Austin's working with Owen here, considering how much he clearly hated the I'll be hating him here, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing business, though, isn't he? You know, doing business. But, uh, That's it. I didn't just like... tying, the, tying the loose ends up in it, Ben. It's just tying it all up and moving them on mm. after this, getting the belts and stuff. Mm. Even though, as you yeah. say, he shouldn't be in there. <laughs> no, I gave it two point seven five. Maybe that's generous. Anybody, what do you guys give it? Two two five for me. I yeah, two and a half. Just got it, Steve. Mm. No yeah. match goes below that for me, boys. <laughs> 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 I, I love the video though in this match where like Owens, um, Owens trying to get disqualified, and he's like going to, he's trying to get the timekeeper to ring the bell, and I was like, a bit of four, bit of bit of foreshadowing here for your for your brother in about an half an hour's time. Mate. <laughs> You're gonna get your wish. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, speaking of people who have personal issues willing to wrestle each other, we then go into our main event. Uh, obviously, we got a, you had a bit of a, a build-up to it. JR talking about it's going to be personal and a, a stiff match. Really. Yeah, <laughs> he did, did he? I, yeah. I always find it wad, mad that I like, considering how much they fucking hated each other, you can, they both still re- respect each other as wrestlers, don't they? Like, Brett's still willing to go out there knowing Sean's the other best wrestler in the company. And have a match with him, you know what I mean? Like imagine, like you imagine the, the person you hate most in the world, and then I'm to work with them for 20 minutes, like topless, It'd be strange, wouldn't it? Trust, <laughs> any though, trust, though, you trust in each other. It's mad. <laughs> but just that closeness and wrestling with them is just uh, touching anyone's chest. That good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you will. You work with. Might go for each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I, I was thinking that throughout this, Benno. Like when you think about Mm. the issue being so strong between them, and then obviously, Mm. you know, you can just see them communicating with each other throughout saying that, yeah, the the, the match, and like they just want to put on Mm. the best match that 
obviously Sean knows more than Brett, but like, but yeah. you, you can tell they're just trying to do the best that they can and put on the best, the the, the best thing that they can, and like communicating with each other to achieve the best thing possible. You're like, it's mad that they're not just out there actually just fucking laying into each other. Like, it's for how much Brett hates Sean. You would imagine him to like try and do him down and be like, ah, he wasn't that good. He never says that about Sean. He ever. never has, ever like, has he? he never. never. He, he's, he knows he's as, he's as equal, isn't he? Or at least as close to as he can be in there <laughs> in Bret Hart's head. That, that's what he is. Yeah, I found it. That, I think the most we can talk about the match because the match is like, you know, I've heard people say, you know, say this is the best until the finish in ring match between Brett and Sean. Be interesting in you guys take on it on that. I, Personally, I struggle to watch the match because I just can't help. I'm spending the whole match just looking at Sean going, you know you cunt. You're going through the motions here. <laughs> it's, you know exactly where this is going. Professional? It's, it's, professional it's hard man. to watch, though, is it? It's professional words. No, but, you know, <laughs> no, but he, he knows in the back of his mind yeah. what's going to happen. And you can just, he, he, as you're saying, they're still working that match. They're, they're doing the spots. They're talking to each other. So yeah. he's being professional, Ben, because he knows in the back of his fucking mind What's coming? It's just it's I find amazing. it like as a like I I love the bit when he comes out at the start and he's like you know humping the Canadian flag, the flag. always remember down that his pants and up his nose and stuff. But again, he's doing that knowing what's coming. So <laughs> get, like, just, there's no remorse. So yeah, I, I don't laughing his head off on the inside while he's yeah. doing it. Like, and I thought you were a Sean guy as well. I am, but I've been turned these podcasts yeah. over the over the last few years. I think it's Gareth and JP have turned me, mate. It's, uh, I'm a club of more and more a brat guy compared to Sean, but it's hard to like watch it and just be oh, like, you're just horrible, you just what a what a horrible human being. Like even from the entrance, like when him he's with Triple H and Shatter and Rick Rude, who's still around over there at this point, you know, going from the back and he's like, I don't even know where the fucking entrance is, and he's just being a fucking prick. It's like, oh again. You know what's coming, you cunt. I don't know. Did you struggle? How do you find watching it, Gareth? Like, were you watching for facial expressions, or just could you enjoy it as a match? The the one I was watching was Ebner. I was just trying to see. Yeah. He just had some like ashen look on his face or something. Like you know, like you just know what obviously the burden he had kind of to, like with the uh, with it as well. Like, but um, mm. the match itself, like I, I I really really enjoyed it. I, I loved the the brawl. Like mm-hmm. you know, before before they're even in the ring, obviously the the bulk of the match is is that brawl where they're brawling through the crowd and brawling up the ramp and everything like that. Yeah, and like how many how many fucking brawls matches have you have you seen like that like over the years like since and stuff but to me that like i was like fucking hell this this is great like it, it just had that just like intensity and realism in it Snug. but without it being like you know without it overstepping the mark or anything like that it, it just it just felt fucking like rabid in there and they both seemed dead into it and, and especially as well as like given that their whole reputation as wrestlers is based on like in ring technical, like mm. you know, moves yeah. and things like that. To, like obviously, like Brett has this the Austin match at WrestleMania that's 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 you know more brawly at times and things like that. But it just shows for me just how fucking good they both they both are that they can that they both you know in theory Sean's like a little guy as well that can go out there and just have a scrap like that and it just yeah. look like a real fucking intense proper fight and I, I loved every minute and I love the whole when they're going up the ramp and Vince is trying to get them back in the ring and everything like it just has that like obviously you're know, watching it with the, the knowledge that you know now but just like the whole 
the dr- drama and everything's about it. All the officials out there and everything. Yeah. It just look it's so chaotic and everything like that. It's 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 boss like. It's uh, it's such a it's such a shame. Like from a pure standalone match point of view, that you don't get that like definitive end to it because it would be a like. You know, imagine there was just another like ten minutes tagged on the end of there where you've got the in ring stuff that comes more at the end. It'll be a it, uh, to me, it'll be like a classic. I think, like, fully enjoyed it. Do you reckon, Matt? Yeah, just echoing what you said. It's just that realism, Gareth. On it, like as you say, it just was a realistic brawl, fight up the ramp, and and by the you know the where the entrance way where they come out. I just thought it was great, but and I, I've got a line here. What I think, I think it sums it up. Is like the working a shoot match that worked itself into a shoot. <laughs> it's like that's what happened. That's genuinely what happened, though. And it's like it's just fucking amazing. It is, it, as you say. I, I, and I say though, Benno, it probably is the best match that they had, even with the finish and stuff like that. I'd say, you know, with no one likes the Iron Man match. The Survivor Series '92 is good as well, but this is you mm-hmm. know. We, obviously, you can't ignore the end and the most memorable, and I think it is the best match they had. Yeah, nothing springs to mind for me. Like, it's like, oh, it is kind of you'd think there'd be more like, oh, exactly. That's one they of the didn't have like 12 matches, and, and they only had about three or four, didn't they? Yeah. Really, it's, it's weird. I would see it as this like career rivalry because of this match, and that's why it's mm. the most memorable. And that's why we're talking about it. Well, because the real life, should, isn't it? Should, should, yes, should it have is. been, should have been more, but Sean was always injured or a shit out. Yeah. Mania yeah, 13, that's true. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. King of the Ring 97, Mania 13. There's loads that were planned. Mm, yeah. And they just didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I struggle to, to kind of get it. It's, it is knowing there's, it's basically a non finish. It's hard to to judge it as a match, isn't it? It's hard. I'm sure, to Michaels wins, Benno. <laughs> well, does he? <laughs> Are we on to that? Can we, that? Wait, can we have a look on Wikipedia? Let's have a look. <laughs> the actual class it is a fucking right there. It is coming, husband. It is. It is. It's, uh, it's down. Is he down? He's down, a yeah. champion, mate. That's, there you uh, go. <laughs> it is wild. It, like you alluded to it earlier, Gareth. It's wild watching. Like even I don't know if you've noticed on the network, it's got its own chapter, the Montreal Screwjob. So all yeah. the matches and segments have got a chapter, and in the middle of this match, it jumps to another chapter, just called the Montreal Screwjob. We watched it back a few times tonight, um, right before we hit record here, and like just, just to watch it all because that was my very first instinct, my first response. Same as you, Gareth, was like, "Fucking hell, that's all it was!" Like <laughs> those forty-five seconds, and it's probably less than that. Like, is all that segments of the matches, and it's like, I, like I said, I look back on like twelve-year-old Benno, just look like, how oh, did you, how did you not know? Like, it's so just how quickly they, you know, they they, they go to like the you know the end of the pay per view. Jerry Lawler stays completely silent, which I think's telling, you know, because he knows what the fuck's just happened. JR mentions a couple of things, doesn't he? He JR's trying to cover. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. But like, even, you know, he's been professional about it. Yeah, yeah. Kind of got to. But even as a finish, it makes no sense, doesn't it? It's just like Sean puts him in a sharp seat and Brett, the Canadian hero, just taps out like that and it's over. Like, is that what we're supposed to believe? (laughs) It's, it's, It's a bizarre experience watching it back, isn't it? 
What about Jerry Briscoe rushing uh, Michaels and yeah. Triple H out of there? He's like, because Michaels is trying to sell it like he doesn't know, obviously, like to Vince, you know, what the hell's going on that here. That looks worse Briscoe, for time, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, and pretend that he doesn't know. And Triple H is just like the ghost there, and he's just there and just like walking by. And then Briscoe's like mm-hmm. shuffling them both, like, hurry up, get out of here. Ledner's gone at this point. He's in the car driving down the fucking highway, and he, he's well gone at this point. <laughs> he's legged it. But, it, but he gets him. But it's all the stuff after it, Ben. We all say it's only 45 seconds. Seconds. It's all the stuff you privy to after it, where he's smashing the monitors up that you see on like a wrestling with shadows and stuff, isn't it? Coming yeah. up, you see him like WCW in the air, writing it and stuff. It's all that stuff that, like, obviously is longer than what we see on the pay per view broadcast. It's uh, it's just mm. fucking mental, yes. And that's where I was, that's what's like lost space because of all that stuff that you've seen on like mm. the documentary and stuff, yeah. You th- like your brain plays tricks with you. Like you think all that was on the broadcasts. You think you, nope. yeah. you, you think you were seeing Brett do the WCW yeah. and all that, but you weren't. Like you know, it's just it's. If that's why they obviously cut because they knew he was gonna do something. You seen the spit on 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 the paper, you of course. Yeah, I was gonna say put, the things it does yeah. catch because like, they do a, they do like close that famous close up of Brett's face. Like they get that, they get his reaction, but like they get the spit, and like I I don't think it's a work, and I'm glad we're not having that conversation. <laughs> Like the way Brett reacts, so he doesn't because Vince puts himself right in the middle of it right away, which is yeah. surprised. Like, why is he not fucked up? He stands right there. Brett doesn't shout at him, Brett doesn't say anything. His immediate reaction, I'm gonna gob on you. And he just gobs what a shot, though. It. What a shot, right in the fucking eye. What a fucking shot. <laughs> <laughs> Vince is fucking like that. Just wiping what a shot. Yeah, it's right there on camera, though. It, it, it's just it, it's gone in a blink of an eye, but like. I'm looking when you look at Wrestling with Shadows. I hope that rewatched, you know, with with uh, with Brett and Meltzer is uh, is out for that because I want to hear him talk through it. Because the fact that like yeah, you know, I'm watching that. those final segments, it's like watching someone walk into their own death, isn't it? He goes to the top rope, he lets himself get put on the sharpshooter. Like I'm pretty sure he's telling Sean how to put it on, isn't he? Like how to he get fucks the it up. Right he, he's got the wrong yeah, he gets yeah. the wrong leg, doesn't he? He's literally signing himself up for it, but like. My biggest takeaway from it, like watching it, is like, and again, I talk about that switching the way I watch wrestling to the way I watch it now. This wouldn't work now because, like, what would be the point? Because everyone watching would know it wasn't a real win. Everyone watching would know, you know, it was bullshit. It was against the strips, the, the you know, the script. You know, it wasn't the actual planned ending to the match. Like, what was the the goal of it in 1997? Wouldn't be a goal now. The goal was because people will think it's real and Sean's really the world champion now. Whereas now, I think there's more of us that just be like, well, it's bullshit. It doesn't count anyway because it's, you know, we'd all be, as we did in the end, we all focused on, like, the real life side of it, that it mattering who would, you know, be your world champion, whether it, you know, the, the integrity of the world title, the fact that Brett couldn't vacate it, Sean had to beat Brett, even though he doesn't really beat him here, was important in 1997. It's not, imp- it's ridiculous still kind of back at now, isn't it? Or the fact that, even the fact that Brett didn't want to lose in Canada, that's ridiculous. Well, when you I was just going to say now. that. It's like you're saying it wouldn't happen now, but like, would any like promoter do that? Or would any two wrestlers be, or Brett in this case, one wrestler be like, I'm not losing here. It wouldn't get settled like that. Like, it's just, would it? it would it It'd be it nothing to gain, I suppose, is what I'm saying. Like, the gain here is allegedly that, like, Sean's won the belt in, right. let's say, 80% of the fans' minds. Like, now, it wouldn't even be that high a percentage, would it? Because we all know it's a, it's watching a fake <laughs> TV show, and we all know, you know, he didn't really win there. It's, yeah, I think the mentality do, do, is different. Do you, think, do you think that was the 
the goal, like, I don't know, the integrity of the title, because I, I don't see it that way. I, I see it as the petty thing of the belt showing up on, mm. on Nitro. I think that was, the, that was his fucking main WCW. thing. I think, I think that was Vince's main objective fear. I think mm. Brett's main objective was, I ate this cunt. I'm not fucking dropping the belt to him because I ate this mm. cunt. And like, I'll drop it to anybody else. Like, and I think there's a lot of stuff dressed up around it. I think it, I think it just boils, boils down to those Brilliant two enough. things rather than necessarily the mm. integrity of the, of the of the belt. I guess the only way I could see it happening these days, if it had been like CM Punk, right, right, you've got to put over like Mick Jackson now or something He's like the that. The only one I was going to say you know? who might be like a breath, yeah, and would have yeah. flat out refuse. No one else yeah. takes it that serious anymore. In fact, that, that's <laughs> serious. No, but that side of the that serious side of it, everyone takes it seriously. They want to be the best in the work and stuff. But that side, I don't think no one takes it that serious anymore. I suppose the thing is, though, like, Brett could have done a Ric Flair, no matter what. He could have just, he could have, you know, he could strip him with a belt. He could just turn up and do CW as the, the champion. He still could have here. Could have turned up with one of the re- many replicas he's got at home and said he's the world champion. Yeah, and yeah, that could happen now. You know, Punk could could have turned up on WBTV and with the AW title. Like, you know, as long as Tony Khan made it clear he wasn't really the champion anymore, it kind of takes the sting out of the title. I don't know. It's just a it's a different world, isn't it? Like, so yeah. it's, it's oh, so, yeah. It's hard to. It's probably hard to. We we forget to the younger wrestling fans out there than us. But it's hard to explain why it was so important there. I think you're right, Gareth, and like the what the suppose what the motivations are there. But even like Brett's motivation to not want to lose in Canada, they're taking that so seriously to the point they have to screw him over. I don't know. If, yeah, Punk's probably the only exception I can think of only where that one. would even happen now. Mm-hmm. It game's is, gone, isn't it? It has, <laughs> it has. Like it has, boys, it, as you say, you said it, but it's a completely different world. The wrestlers have different mindset. Punk was that, like, last one in being a big Brett Mark as well, obviously playing mm. into it. It's, he takes that a bit, it takes it a bit more serious, doesn't he, in all aspects? Mm. Well, what is it? Yeah. When, when they're in that, um, there's that video package, isn't there, that, that, like, that they play, don't they? Like, it was at the start of the show, and then they play it, like, right, right uh, before this match, and you've got, like... Sean says that line of like, I do this because I like it. You do this because in, in your mind, Mark Man, you really think this is all yours. Mark Man, what a shout. <laughs> <you're honestly. laughs> and he is, but I love him for it. <laughs> he's uh, a step away from saying because you think this is real, but he's not going to say that, is he, on like a, a promo on telly? Someone would now, but <laughs> he's not going to do that. <laughs> it is. It's just oh. as you say before. It's that real life rivalry just spilt, didn't it, boys? It's like mm-hmm. you, you know, as you say, Punk and Hangman. There is is the closest again. Keep referencing Punk, like, but could you see any two wrestlers ever getting like this ever again? Could you? Is it ever going to go back, Benno? Never, ever. <laughs> Well, again, it's Punk. It's, it's <laughs> not far from you know that's not far from uh, Brett and Sean having you know the hair put you know hair getting pulled out and having there uh, getting separated backstage. Um, <laughs> I think it's the yeah, it's the idea that we've got to screw him or we've got to you know we've got to do that on TV. That's the thing, and like I say, it it, it kind of just abuses me a little bit that like and that that's that is where the, the work conversation comes from, isn't it? Because it does in the end it benefits all parties. Like, you know, Brett gets more money, goes to the BCW. In theory, you know, the justified baby face, obviously they fuck it up, but you know, in that as an idea, that makes sense. Vince it literally creates the business the McMahon character, doesn't it? Like when he was 
you know, on screen earlier on, it was again, I was going back to that, you know, where did my brain did it switch to it? I realized Vince McMahon was the man in charge, but like, this is the moment where it's like, okay, yeah. Mr. McMahon exists, you know, it's like that, that that character starts to form, doesn't it? And that informs like the WDB's growth over the next couple of years. The biggest thing I was saying to, to Steph is like, you know, Sean, you forget that, you know, it's not just Brett. Rest of their career basically ended. Sean's it. gone. Sean's first career is gone. Yeah, less yeah. than six months later, Mania. That's it. He's done. Them two get without them two getting out of the way. Does the Steve Austin rise get to the point it did? Like I know Austin had worked with both of them leading up to this point, but I think it needed that the way being completely cleared for them to go go with Austin. You know what I mean? Like he could have been one of their three top guys, but without Sean and Brett there, he was the guy. You know, to the point where he was struggling to feeding people to, to work with in 1998 because there were no there were no top heels left. But it's almost perfect for that as well, isn't it? It's like without this, like the, the whole next two years and arguably the last 20 years are, are completely different, aren't they? It just it sets so many things in, in motion in so many directions. Oh, massively. Like you just, you know, like I always say that I love the whole sliding doors thing, don't I? You know, like of mm-hmm. things going a different way. Imagine though, no Mr. McMahon character kind of thing. Like, what does that mean for, like, for, you know, WWF's, like, even existence and the, where, where things end up going with WCW and the route that those those two things take? If Brett had hung around and Sean's out of the picture, Brett loved Steve, didn't he? He loved working with him. He'd, mm-hmm. he'd, he'd have probably loved him. So he'd have probably got more classic stuff out of Brett and Steve kind of thing. Maybe a 14. Just, where he'd, been, title to him, yeah. he'd have been the heel, like, you know, like... Been, would he have um, fit, though? Like, Russo 98-99 WWF, would Brett have fit? Wouldn't he would have been a bit, a bit retro for... Because clearing the decks kind of allows it to be this new, young, yeah, hip yeah. thing, doesn't it? Yeah. Brett's ears of that old guard. I mean, you could make that a character, but... I don't know if it, if it goes as, you know... Brett was always announced, Benno, as, like, the mm. legendary Brett the Hitman mm. Hart, even in, like, 95, 96. He was that old guy then, yeah? I know what mm. you're saying there. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd like to, you know, it's one of those. Love to see uh, it. If, yeah, if, I yeah. Take a, if I can take a pill now or just uh, flip <laughs> me into that alternate dimension, I'd, uh, I'd like to see how it worked out, definitely. So a, a, lot, a lot of people would, like, go back in time and stop it. Like, you go back and tell Brett, they're going to screw you there, mate. Just so you know, El Hebner's in on it. <laughs> don't trust them. <laughs> don't let them put you in that shop, piece of Brett. Sure. <laughs> I'd, I'd, say, I'd say, hang around till Mania. Sean's fucking done. He's going to be yeah. he's going to be out of the picture in six months, mate. Just yeah. hold on. Take, take Vince's Take Vince's money now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, even on that Vince point, boys, I think it's Cornette saying um, that Vince thought he was going to be the baby face coming out of this. <laughs> Have you ever heard that rumor? <laughs> what a fucking nutter, though. <laughs> 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 Everyone's going to feel sorry for me. That's what he thought. I think, like, like, even, like the promo on Raw, isn't it? That's what it is. And like Bruce and everyone's like, no, Vince, you've got to like fucking, everyone's going to fucking hate you here and go with it. Mm. And good, you know, for their sake and good job that he did. Brett's group, Brett. That's uh, that's the line. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Any other thoughts on the uh, on the biggest uh, moments in wrestling? I know we're going to talk it more on uh, on other stuff uh, this month. Obviously, wrestling with shadows will give a uh, an interesting take, especially yeah, you know the uh, the twenty five year uh, edition. We're going to look at Brett and WCW is going to color a lot of this as well. But yeah, any other comments? Having uh, this, when was the last time you saw this? I, I, I feel like I don't. Think I've watched this pay per view in twenty five years. I feel like I've, obviously we've all seen the footage replayed a billion times, but yeah, it felt fresh to me um, watching it again today. 
Last time I watched the pay-per-view, I was in second year university. That was the last time I watched <laughs> 25 anything. years ago. That, that, that was like yeah, the yeah. last time I watched anything before them. I don't, you know what? I, I, I probably couldn't even tell you if I've ever even sat down and watched. I bet I must have watched it once mm. again, like, you know, when I first got the network or something, watched the full match or something. But, yeah, like, mm. the, the card as a whole, fucking no chance. It, it around and, 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 and to, to be honest, if yeah. I'm, I'm more, if, if, I'm, if I'm in a Montreal mood, I'm more likely mm. to throw on Wrestling with Shadows, you know, because yeah. mm. than, than, than watch the actual event because. I don't know. That's where the good stuff is, isn't it? Definitely. Uh, how about you, Matt? Any thoughts on the pay-per-view as a whole? Fun trip yeah. down memory lane? Glad we yeah, watched it again? I, yeah, glad we, I'm glad we actually covered the whole pay-per-view. We, we had a laugh talking about all the characters and where they end mm. up or where they don't end up or whatever. But yeah, I it's like you said, I've watched it this many, every documentary, every shoot interview you've heard it recycled. Even that, it's, it's a forgotten thing, you know, boys. I love that Blu-ray, the Breffy Sean oh. uh, rivalries. Gareth, that is. Re- I'm going to watch that. Where they're on the chair. Sure. With Jim Ross. The it's yeah, it's boss brilliant. That, it? It's really fucking good. All right. I'm gonna go have you ever that. seen that? I know. I'm passionate, mate. No, honestly, it's fucking brilliant to do like this. Things on for like two, two hours, two and a half hours. And they're basically going through the, the parallels of the careers together, like each match and stuff. And even at times during that interview, it's like, you know, we're. Brett's like, you know, after, in 95, you're doing the Playgale stuff. I'm like, I don't like you around uh, little kids showing your ass and that. And Michael's just hating it, even when, like, they've yeah. they've made up and that. Just, like, little things. They're like, whoa. I didn't That's really right, play. by the way. That was fucking yeah. weird. And Sean, you see that yeah. mooning thing at the end of his matches. Even yeah. as a kid, I was like, this is weird. Why am I looking at his ass? Yeah. <laughs> like, Brett, I hate that. that. I fucking hate it, yeah. <laughs> Playgale but, stuff's a little bit homophobic. But that stuff, that's bad. Like, I don't yeah. know why he's doing it. Like, yeah. But it's, I'm going to watch that, Gareth, this week for sure. I, I, yeah. And I didn't even cross my mind as we've thought of, as we've like gone through yeah. this, but I'm definitely watching it. I love that, like you say, the, the, they've Double done the big get together and then they've, yeah, they've, yeah, they've re-recorded. Obviously, they've they've done the big get get together and like mm. Brett's back and all that. The idea that you've got them sat in a room, but that as much as Sean's found God and as much as Brett's forgive him, there's still that fucking little tension. Yeah, there, he is. There? Like, yeah. It's really, Really good, that. definitely. Try and watch that guy. If you, oh, if you I want to watch, I want to watch it again now. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm <laughs> I, I was thinking, I don't want to go to bed now. I want to sit and watch that. Do, uh, Wrestling the Shadows, we'll, even yeah. if JP doesn't we'll talk about that, definitely. I'll watch oh, it by then. Oh, so, when did you say that was taped 2010? I think it's 10 or 11. It, it's very, oh, it, it, right. it's a Blu ray. Well, it's one of the around that time, they were just pumping the good Blu rays out. Like, well, if, if it is 10, just so you know, next year that'll be closer in time to present day than Montreal was. <laughs> yeah. um, just throwing that out there. Anyway, <laughs> uh, further away, sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> time. That whole, that whole thing, I mean, I mentioned it, didn't I, on the, what was the show we did? The, like returns or comebacks or whatever it was, debuts kind of thing. Yeah. Like um, when it was like returning to a company, that Brett Sean on that show, mm-hmm. like I know this is Montreal and stuff, but them two stood in a ring together, yeah. like hugging after this, after yeah. everything that you heard and saw and everything that came shoot interviews, everything like that in between the fact that that moment ever even happened, Brett Hart standing back in a WWE ring, yeah. like, Hugging Shawn Michaels, I never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever, ever <laughs> thought I would ever see that ever. <laughs> like it was <laughs> mental, mental. You know, when you watch everything, obviously that we're going to talk about in the next few weeks with wrestling with shadows and everything like that built around the end of this. Mm. It's 
fucking wild to me yeah. that 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 ever happened. It's like mental. Just shows the power of money and fame and publicity and popularity and. Brett doesn't oh, fully that. forgive him. He, he doesn't hate as much as he does Goldberg, but there's still that. Yeah, Sean's a changed man, but he was fucking arsehole when yeah. he was younger. It's, oh, he hates Goldberg more. He fucking yeah. hates Goldberg, doesn't he? Yeah. He's Brett's willing play, to forget Brett, to a Brett, point. Brett's playing, the, Brett's playing the game on that show. He, 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 he knew there was money in that Blu-ray and stuff. He's, he's a fucking business <laughs> man. He fucking hates Triple H as well because he, as you said before, Benno, he always credits uh, Michaels in there. He's never ever said mm. he's a bad. He said about Triple H, he's never. Never had a good match. He fucking hates him. <laughs> He's right. He's right. <laughs> oh, fuck off. Brett's always right, and we not learned this. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Well, yeah, well, there you go. Double oh. bill for, uh, for Film Club coming up. But I think that uh, wraps up as far as uh, Survivor Series in uh, 97. There you go. The definitive review, Matty. We've done it. We revisit it. If we're still podcasting in another 25 years, we'll do it again then. But until 50 years, yeah. no more. No, as I said, we're getting the month out of it, and then we'll never mention that M word ever again. Then after this month, <laughs> there you go. But yeah, plenty still coming. Yeah, film club, uh, obviously looking at wrestling channels and all the all the fallout. Uh, me and JP will be uh, clocking in with uh, an observe this, talking some of the day cheats around the time, and then yeah, we'll look at it uh, when things ended up. Just know the, the happy ending. Brett in WCW. <laughs> the Hollywood <laughs> ending. Yeah. I, I think I'll cry. I think I'll cry when Gareth we do that. Will. You'll be dark out of all this. It's, 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 not oh. just, it's not just Brett shit. It's WCW shit as well. Like It's oh. like the double whammy. Like. <laughs> the great years, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll look into uh, to all of that. But yeah, uh, anything else from you, Matty? Do you want to plug um, must-see matches, uh, other places people can find you? Yeah, just done the must-see matches with the guys over there, and that should be um, depending on when this co- you know is out. Should be this week available to listen to. Had a good chat with the lads about telling the cell Undertaker Shawn Michaels. So, yeah, uh, go give that a listen. Brilliant, got it. Download the app, Google Play, App Store. Get your ratings <laughs> in for Survivor Series nineteen ninety seven. There we go. <laughs> yeah. What a mashup. Yeah, a couple of uh, fresh ratings on there as well as me and Gareth. So, yeah, get, uh, get your ratings in. If you're uh, re watching this on uh, on Montreal Day, I'm put- this will be out uh, on the day itself on uh, on Wednesday. So, yeah, happy Montreal Day to those who celebrate. <laughs> we'll be back <laughs> with more stuff over the, uh, the rest of the month. Film Club with JP and all of the other good stuff. But, yeah, thanks again for tuning in. We'll catch you again soon, folks. Say that. Say, yeah. Are you ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Tell me what to do You know who you're talking to